Hello everybody, what is going on? I am Nakometa and we are here at Roderick's Tower in South Florida, Miami. I am here today with Roderick's Kingdom and their champions. Hi! Hi. Recording our very first episodes of Dungeons and Dragons at Roderick's Tower. This is a one-shot special in preparation for our official campaign coming to you guys shortly. I'm very excited to introduce Ben, who has been DMing for 13 years since 3.5e. And starting from my right, we have Antonio. Hello. Tora. What's up? Dan. Yo. And Beth. Hi. Let us begin this epic adventure where we hope to transport you to the magical realm of D&D. But before we begin, I want to give a shout out to our amazing sponsors. Thank you, Roderick's Tower, for providing us with the space to not only create content, but also provide us with the battle maps, miniatures, and recording equipment we'll be using during these sessions. Also, gigantic thank you to Tabletop Things for sponsoring our Band of Adventures, the prestigious Rare Warship we have titled The Alliance, as well as the entire set of Bardic Inspiration dice holders. This epic collaboration is just the start of our efforts to discover other small businesses that contribute to the amazing D&D community. Alright, welcome adventurers. So, as we know, you are all part of the wonderful ship that has been gifted to you from the commissions of Waterdeep. From the Merchants Guild Subguild of the Hunters. The ship, as you have named the Alliance, you have piloted for over a year. You have learned to make this place your home. You have learned to make this place many uh, filled with many adventures and many memories to go with it. Laughters, tears, triumphs, cries, crises, and so on and so forth. So let's go ahead and we'll start with the captain. Feel free to introduce yourself as your character and we will get the show started. My character or myself in this character's name is Tara Tabby. Tara Tabby was an acrobatic. She was a traveler. She used to go in circus and she was a performer by heart and she loves um, being the center of attention. Uh, she is a custom lineage uh, cat feline uh, person. Uh, she has bright pink hair. She has cat ears and a cat tail, but she looks uh, human for the most part. She's very friendly, she's outgoing, and she is spunky, but she does have many leadership-like qualities. And she is the captain of the Alliance, and she has a very uh, strong-willed and dependable crew that she has picked herself, um, but also uh, was sponsored by the amazing Merchant Guild that decided to bestow her an incredibly large ship, uh, the Alliance, and she's excited to uh, find a bunch of, she's excited to um, discover treasure for herself and for her crew, but she's looking to, her, her most important thing is finding the big finale of her life, the big chapter for her story. All right. Hi, uh, I'm Miss Pepito, but only my mama gets to call me that. Y'all can call me Nico Fernandez. Uh, I was just a little street urchin, I mean, raised in the main streets of Waterdeep. Made a bit of a name for myself until I found a little, uh, some, uh, a cool wizard who didn't seem to need his uh, wand and cloak anymore, so now I'm a high wizard! <laughs> and that, uh, with, with, with my skills and my, uh, my new magical talents, I, I made a bit of a name for myself and managed to get the attention of our esteemed Captain Terra. Who, uh, who conscripted me to board and be her first mate on this beautiful ship, the Alliance. 
very excited to get on, uh, be on more adventures. Alright. The name is Edge. Just Edge. I am a bard who sings songs and tales of very extreme and intense situations that have happened throughout many battles. I only aim to wake the dead with my work, with my music. I don't know what the hell I'm doing here. All I know is that Tara just told me to hop on this boat and follow her wherever she goes. But wherever she goes, there always seems to be some sort of danger. And I like danger. Would one say that danger is your middle name? No. Fair just enough. Edge. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. I might, I might make a song out of that. Danger is my middle name. Write it down. So for this one shot, I'll be uh, testing out my character idea. Uh, his name is Ventus Sky. He is a, uh, a native of the Shadow Fell, and he has sort of a French-Spaniard accent. Uh, his background is in piracy, but he keeps it to himself. For the purposes of the campaign, I will be living sort of like af the aftermath of like the death of my captain. So she taught him how to be a proper gentleman and a proper pirate because he left the Shadow at a very young age due to his stupidity. But he's a rapscallion who is looking for adventure. And uh, when he met his best mate, uh, Grisalia, they go on very wild encounters. All right, um, today I will be playing Grisalia Wild. Um, she hails from the Feywilds, but she found her way to Faerun and Waterdeep and was scouted for her strong arm and her sharp axe to join this expedition and join the Merchant's Guild. All right, and so we bring ourselves into scene with the ship and crew going on their way to the small town of Luskin. During the time that you are traveling, um, Tara, you look over the uh, orders that you've received again, and on the parchment, now slightly dampened from the steam, you read in very loopy handwriting that you can tell to be from the commissioners of the Merchant Guild says, in the depths of the trackless sea, the waters between Gundarlin, Rathen, and the Purple Rocks are no longer safe. Merchant ships that travel to and from these islands either come back damaged or not at all. Meet with the mayor of Luskron. And he also leaves you a note that says the mayor is a one Helen Britta. Mayor of what? The mayor of Luskin. So, does it say my objective is just to meet this person? It says that your objective is to meet with this person to figure out why the merchant ships are not coming back in. Where am I right now? You are on sea en route to Luskin. To Luskin. Yes. Right. Crew, meet me at the deck. I just got a parchment for a new mission. The Merchant's Guild... Wow. The Merchant's Guild sent us, uh, are sending us to see uh, the mayor of Luskin. I'm not exactly sure for what, but it should be interesting. Can I grab the paper? Yeah, sure. Oh, we're here to, we need to meet him because the ship, ships aren't coming back and they seem to be in a bad way. So we'll, we'll let's meet him and see if, see if we can help with the trouble. 
Well, uh, magic solves all so magic solves all problems. So I'm sure I can get it. Uh, can get it degrees, but just let me out. I can. All right. So, use the sails. The sails are. Uh, the wind is at your sails. This travel is, for the most part, fairly safe. Nothing a little uh, a little seasickness can't cure, but everybody has had their sea legs for a while. As you uh, get closer in, who is uh, manning the crow's nest? Uh, Edge. All right, so Edge, you uh, you look about and you do see that you have headed in the right direction. You see the port of Luskin, once an illustrious, large city full of vibrant people and life. It, after the recent plagues, it has tracked itself down to an eighth of its populace. Many of the buildings that are, were out there showcasing all the grand art and grand designs of it are nothing more than facades and empty uh, empty vessels, a, a memory of what they once were. As you get closer into the shore, into the docking area, everybody that is looking out, you see that the ship's docks aren't as full as you remember them to be. And those that are, most of the ships seem to look like they're in some sort of disarray and disrepair. The docks themselves are swarming with people almost crawling around all these ships like they're ants trying to repair and fix these ships that have come in. There is an open dock for you to for you to dock at. The mayor has been alerted to you coming in. As you approach the docks and get everything moored out, you uh, you see a small, portly-looking ha- halfling with small rim uh, spectacles, and he uh, he holds his hand up to to show you the to show you to talk to him. That's the harbor master. That you, is the harbor master. You there? Yes. Are you the harbor master? Yes. Are, are you are you the captain of the alliance? Yes, I am Terra. Oh, Terra, Terra, Terra. And he he pulls out his parchment and he adjusts his glasses. And he goes, Terra, Terra, Terra. Oh, yes, 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 yes. You are uh, you are being requested by uh, by Helen herself. Yes, we are here. All right, well, well come, come. We're we're gonna take off. We we Helen is Helen has been very. Helen has been very, very, very interested in meeting you. She has kept open communications with uh, Waterdeep, and we really hope that you can fix our problem. And he hitches up his uh, he hitches up his trousers and fastens down his uh, fastens down his coveralls for it. And he starts walking in his little. Uh, he, he holds up his arms and he's walking through and. He's trying to navigate his way between all of the people that are in the that are in the dock swarming around him. So everybody that is trying to follow him, they don't so much see him. They see like the space that all of the dock workers have created to go around him. But he does lead you into where Helen is at, and right before he uh, right before he opens the door, he goes, "All right, um, <clears throat> so Helen is." She's really expecting you. Do uh, do make sure to help us out, and we will uh, definitely compensate you in kind. That's what and, I'm talking about. <laughs> he, he does this, and he gets a little bit of a grin. He's like, yes, yes, you know, the gold. The gold that, that makes the world go around. And he goes, it's me. And you hear, a, you hear a much darker voice, and you hear her go, enter. And before you, after... After he opens up the door, um, you see a very sturdy oak desk 
filled with different astrolabes and other navigation equipment and parchments on the one side. You see a very strong looking woman leaned in, leaned in back in her chair and she's got a hat on. She looks across everybody and goes, is this the Alliance? Yes, this is me. I'm Tara Tabby and this is my crew. I, I see that. Well, come in, close the door. We have, uh, we have some things with which to discuss and some matters that need to be handled. I, I, my crew, and it's what we do. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't uh, talk in English. I just mirror out them. They already know what they, they need to do. <laughs> so this is uh, a pretty small crew for a large ship with such stature as yourself, but. You come very well recommended from Waterdeep, so I'll uh, I'll put my faith in the commissioner. So let me just bring it down to you as it is. We seem to be losing all of our cargo ships, and you know, and she motions out the window towards some of the facades that you see. Says, as you can see, we are not in the greatest of straits when it comes to how our town is laying out. A lot of people have fled because if there's no money. There's no money. She says, the town is drowning as it is and losing more ships and cargo is just sinking it further. This is where I need you folks to come in. And she hands you the, she hands you the map that shows the depths or the, the area in the trackless sea between, uh, between the three islands on it of Gundarlam, Rotham, and the Purple Rocks. And in the middle of it is a large circle on, in Quill Ink. And she says, this is where we believe the attacks are happening. I'm not quite sure what is going on. We have had very few survivors that have come in. But if you want to look for a, look for a survivor who will be able to tell you more about it, go check out Runk Bloodvine. He's the last known to be the last captain of the stalwart Starseer. He believes that it is a large creature, which is why we have uh, commissioned you with which to help us out. Is there anything else with which you need? Ooh. My crewmates will go and speak with the survivors, and I want to see the damages on the ships. All right, so be it. She uh, sits back in her chair, and she motions you all away, and you are all free to do uh, go where you want to and uh, check out what you uh, like. Do you want to start with the uh, damages to the ship, or do you want to check with uh, Ronk? Um, who here would have knowledge for creatures? That'd be a nature check. Yeah, that'd be a nature check. Yeah. Is there anyone here that is proficient in that? Can I do a lore check as a bard? You can do a lore check. Okay. Um, that's pretty good. Okay. So, myself, it, I think we should split. Sure. Yeah, five. Um, what, what is it for, for lore? Yeah, you can go ahead and roll a lore check. What is that? Uh, that'd be a knowledge. Uh, knowledge. Nature. Yeah, or, okay. yeah, knowledge. That, that's, or, why, that's why I'd suggest that Neko here has that. Then. Yeah. The more natural, proficient one. Type. So right. nature. So she's gonna do it. Yeah. Yeah, but let's do this first. Let's split since there's not that many of us, anyways. And also, this person that's paying us—they're already doubting that we can do the job because we're a small size. So we need to work efficiently. So some of you guys go and find the survivors. Me and. I'll, I'll, I'll go check out the ship with you. I want you to go with the crewmates because you are my second man. All right. All right. So. Edge, come with me. We're gonna check out the damages. Yes, ma'am. 
All right, so do we want to check out the damages first, or do we want to talk to Ronk? Uh, Captain. Captain. Let me check the damages first. All right, so they point, uh, Helen points you in the right direction for the, for the, for the stalwart stars here. And it looks to be, it, it, it floats is the best way to describe it. Um, the large mass that would normally hoist the, the double set of sails has uh is missing it's just not there uh in the middle of uh in the area where it is the pole that would normally hold it seems to just be cleanly snapped off um as you look around you, stem, not even like splinters so like cut no there's splinters okay. and stuff like that well it looks like it just somebody took the thing and just went crunch yeah okay. um you also see that it has been partially breached so it's been lifted up and there's been a huge patchwork in, uh, in the bottom of the hole. And as you're looking around, you can see whatever it was that did this um, does not look to be the result of some sort of sea battle. It seems to be, um, it does not look to be the work of pirates or anything else unless pirates have figured out some way to just, you know, snap, uh, snap masks like their twigs. As for you with your lore check, you do know that the sea is in the trackless sea, usually far beyond the islands that she has mentioned, are home to some strange, mysterious, wonderful, and deadly creatures. Okay. There have been stories of dead gods that lie dreaming underneath, but nobody's been able to prove it. Dead gods. And there's also plenty of uh, plenty of fun little fanciful tales about people who uh, have come into contact with monsters and sirens and beauties and harpies and everything in between. It's the wonderful work of a sailor. You can't tell what's uh, what's real, what's fantasy, what's fiction, and uh, what's somebody's drunken lullaby underneath a bottle. <laughs> as you're uh, as you're checking it out, you see several uh, several dwarven crafts workers, and they're looking. And you're like, Is "This your ship? Is this your ship?" No, huh? this is not my ship. I'm just here to investigate the damages. I was hired here. Uh, me and my crew. We're here to investigate and see what we can do about it. And it seems to be, this doesn't look like a naval battle damage. Is this like an animal attack? I mean, you know, as best as we can tell, it seems to be something. We, uh, we've never seen a cannonball put a hole like this in the, uh, in a ship. And, you know, most of the weapons that do stuff like this to mass usually don't leave any survivors in as it is. Since when has the attack started? Oh, let's see. And he looks over his uh, he looks over his partner. I'd say about three months. Just you know, long enough time for everybody to skid out a lot of here. And he leans in and he kind of like gets a little gets a little twinkle in his eye. He goes, you know, between you and me though, it keeps me busy and it keeps food on the table. Yes, but yeah, you know, who, the poor unfortunate soul who uh, who who had this happen to their ship, they. They paid a very pretty penny, and let's hope it doesn't bankrupt them. Well, life is about give and take. Although you might be profiting, it's on the loss of many people. Yeah, I tend to keep to my own, so. To each their own, it seems. Do I know anything about mating seasons or in the oceans or anything like that? Um, you can roll me a uh, nature check to try to see if you know anything about it.
14. 14. So not so much nading seasons, but you do know that the trackless seed does have a lot of uh, a lot of whale activity and also a lot of squid activity as well. You've heard uh, you've heard some stories and have had some uh, random encounters with giant squids and uh, and whales fighting amongst themselves because they're you know the giant the natural enemies of each other, and so it could possibly be a squid, but you've never seen a squid large enough to do something like that. Edge, what do you think? It's my time may interject as a matter of fact. Have you guys found any sort of uh, remnants after the sh ships were attacked? Any kind of uh, scaling, extra limbs maybe? Um, you know, we really haven't seen much. Just a little bit of uh, just a little like really dark blood, but uh, most of what we do is we just repair everything after it's been cleaned off, you know? Do you got any other areas left that has some of that dark blood that I can check out? Yeah. And he looks over at his partner and... And he looks back at you and he's like, You know, I, I'm not quite sure. Hmm. Hmm. I think you know what he wants. He wants a taste of my boot. That's not right. <laughs> uh, I think he wants money. No, he wants a taste of my boots. We're here on a peaceful discussion. As a matter of fact, he should be paying us to fix this mess. That's what we're here for. So unless he wants a taste of my boot. Or Are you going to try to intimidate him? Yes. All right, go ahead and roll for intimidation. Edge, back off. He, he, the, the, the dwarf looks at you as you're, as you're trying to spout these, uh, spout these lines. And he chuckles to himself, he goes, you know, it's all right. And he motions toward the guard that's sitting over to the side. He's like, eh, I've got plenty of people to sit there and make sure that I don't have to taste no boots. Yeah, well, choke on it. I hope one of these things kills you then. All right. And he looks at you and goes, I'm going to offer... 10 gold. Yeah, offer him 10 gold. All right, so you uh, you slide him 10 gold, and he uh, looks around, and he goes, one second. And he, uh, he lets out a low whistle, and another one of the dwarves that's uh, actually on the on the deck, he looks up, and, he go, and the dwarf kind of makes a couple of hand signals. And um, after about 30 to 40 seconds, a chisel that's covered in some sort of black ichor you hear clung, 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 as it lands on the deck. The dwarf leans down, he picks it, yes. Hey, you know, we did have some of that extra stuff, and he hands it over to you. Take it. It's good. It's, it's black, it's viscous, it smells almost like a bile. Mm. Perfume. I take it from her. Possibly. And then I put my finger on it, and then I taste it. <laughs> I, you roll me a con save? <laughs> my, my cattail just frizzes. <laughs> From witnessing you doing that, you uh, you do that, you immediately, your body immediately just starts trying to revolt it. Uh, the dwarf, as he's uh, as he's looking at this, he goes, "Does he always try to eat anything that's handed he's to him?" He's the newest recruit. I brought him in because he's quite talented, but he seems to be lacking some brain cells. He giggles and he goes, "As I spit him to the ground." <laughs> He's fucking nothing. 
Let's go edge, let's go find you a tonic, and we're gonna try to <coughs> group up. Alright. Um, so, we then bring ourselves to, to Ronk. Ronk is uh, down at the Jolly Roger, a very you know popular yet common name for a pirate's themed bar. And Ronk is sitting at the bar, and you can't tell if he is asleep or just drunk. As you get to the, uh, as you get to the barkeep and ask for him, the barkeep just waves off over that way, and he's just doing this, and he's kind of like this. Hey, buddy. So I place back. I like, how you doing? Oh, oh, um, um, uh, you want to buy me a drink? Actually, we are. Uh, 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 a, a, a tankard of a, your finest no, ale for my friend here. Don't enable him. I Ariel, you heard him. I up to him, and I like stomp down my fist, and I look at him threateningly. We're here for some information. We'll be needing you to be Ale first and information. You best not piss off my friend here. <sighs> if I die, I die. Ill first and information. Just the... our luck to be dealing with drunkards. Well, you know, it's a, it's quite a... Uh, it's a, it's a story it's a, set of affairs for, for the town. Drunken captains. Um, on the mention of the... When he said he wants Ale to be brought to him, uh-huh. I walk away and start seeing if I can see any like loose pockets around the, the bar area. All right, go ahead and uh, roll me a perception. Delivery with the dude. Yeah. Perception? Yeah, roll me a perception. Try to see if you can You've had a hard time, haven't you? I lost my ship. Ah, poop. Ooh, that's the worst. I got seven. Seven. As you're trying to spot out some of the the things, you get jostled by another drunken person that's... uh, and, and you lose your you lose your focus, and you're you give the guy you shoot the guy some daggers, and, you know some daggers out of your eyes, and, like, and everybody kind of you know everybody's kind of got their backs turned to you, so you can't really tell what's in what's pockets. Oh, I'll push my luck. Uh, what is the closest person next to me? Uh, the closest person next to you seems to be a um, seems to be a human, and he's kind of hunched over, and he's. Talking with his uh, talking with his friends about he's got a fish that was this big. Hmm. I want to bump into him and see if I can feel his pockets. Go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand. Yes, sir. And with that, I got a nice twenty-six. All right, so you uh, you jostle into him, and it seems that most everybody's kind of not very acknowledgeable of everybody's personal space, so he doesn't really pay much attention to it. And his wall, and you do feel for his, you know, for his coin pouch. And it's not the heaviest coin pouch that you've nicked off of somebody, but it's a coin pouch. Something. Yeah, it's something. I, I say, uh, mm, while it's, I, I like shuffle it into my pocket. I say, hey, hey pardon me, friend. No worries. And then I. And you, uh, as you go to check it, you find fifteen gold. Great. And how much would I, uh, would the, would uh? It was a, it was a gold. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll ask for like two ales and I'll tip her a, a gold. All right, so uh, you ask Ariel. Uh, she uh, she seems a little you know a little tired behind the eyes, but she pours you three ale or she pours you two ales, sets them down and takes the tip and uh, puts the tip in a special jar underneath the uh, underneath the bar and, and he goes, 
Thank you very much. Thank you kindly, Lassie. And I walk back to the group. All right, and Ronk is still sitting there, and he's still, he's kind of eyeballing every. You have the two ales for yourself. He's eyeballing everybody, so he's like. Tell, uh, I, uh, losing your ship's got to be the worst thing that's going to happen to you. Tell us all about it, my friend. Please do tell us. In the meantime, I'll, I'll, I'll get an ale for me uh, at my back top. Yes, please let us know how you're, you let your entire ship die. You're saying some very awfully mean words that should not be crossing a drunkard's ear. <laughs> I, <laughs> be kind to Celia. He's a, he's a very, you know... <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry, my friend. We're, he, we're here for you, buddy. I'll, ca- uh, I'll cast Charm Person uh, as I slap his back. All right. And what's the, uh, what's uh, the save for that? The save is a DC 14... Where's Charm Person? Wisdom save. Is obviously reminiscent of the, uh, the old ways. He, uh, as you cast that, you pat him on the back. He looks, all right, yes. Your friendliness and frivolities will not work with me. He's like, I am going to drown myself in this ale until uh, if my ship gets repaired or not. I take Whoa. a sip out of mine and just give him mine. And he, he downs his. I you will enjoy. Yeah. Sets it down. We're here to make sure that the, what happened to you doesn't happen to anybody else. So anything you can say to help us would be super, super, super swell. Right, so you want to know how I lost my ship? Oh, I didn't lose my ship. And my ship broke it. Taken away from me and destroyed. It's sitting in the docks if you want to take a look at it. Now for my crew. It's okay. The one that did make it is gone. The other ones, may they sleep in Davy Jones' locker. Ah, um, so you are the only one who can tell this tale. Does it look like anybody else is here to tell the tale? I suppose not. <sighs> I suppose you're right. Well, let's I... get it going. <laughs> it gives you a look. Pauses. I, I takes a long drink out of his drink, sets it back down and just, well, if you would give me a moment. <coughs> well, we don't, we don't have all day. <coughs> Helen is relying on us. We have a mission. I, I wouldn't rush the man, the Capitan, simply, you know, in despair, and I take a sip of my mug and give it to him. I greatly appreciate it. Please. Look, I can't tell you what it is that got me, but I was taking my ship back. We had not the greatest of treasure pools, but enough to keep me afloat. And we're dry, we're at the wheel. The sun was going through my hair and so you ever had the sun shine while you're sitting there taking in the sea breeze? Yes. Yes, I We all, we all uh, die. Hmm. You don't strike me as uh, one that is fit for sea, but that is beside the point. <sighs> it's, it's pretty accurately the profiling, but you know, there's not many sailors on the sea, so it's justified in a way. Anyway. We hit the storm. And as we hit the storm, we're rolling in there, and the lightning, it struck our mast. 
the mask started to catch on fire. That wasn't the thing that caused everything, though. As I am piloting the throw, I hit something. I hit something and I punched a hole in my ship. Stay at the ship. Okay. Do no, like, uh, yeah, let's step, let's step back, friend. Okay. The, the, she, the sun was shining on you, and then a storm happened. How quickly? Like, do it. I, but. It's quite not but more than a f- few minutes. See? That's that. That's you pretty. You want to know what it was? I'd love to hear it. I knew I was in the. I knew I was in for it when the giant tentacle came up out of the water and Ooh. snatched my thing. Well, that narrows it down a lot, actually. I looked at it, and I knew deep in my heart that nobody would believe me that it was the Leviathan. The Leviathan? I was about to ask. Yes, it was the Leviathan that took my ship and tossed it around. Do you not believe me? Oh, oh, I I sure as believe believe you, friend. Are you sure? Do you want further proof? And he starts rolling up his sleeve. As he rolls up his sleeve, you see scattered amongst all the small naval tattoos of sparrows and ships and anchors, large blistering bubbles that run from his wrist all the way up to his el- the inner side of his elbow, each of them full of pus and venom and pustules. Ooh, and, he looks, and he looks at it and he goes, I only merely got grazed by it and it tried to pull me down with it. But thankfully, they do not take Ronk as easily as they took the rest of my men, weak as they were. Bento will perk up at the mere mention of a, of a leviathan, and he leans in towards the, the old captain, and I, and I whisper, Are you sure it, it was a leviathan and not just a mere kraken? Aye. Do you even know the difference? I've only ever met one, but not for more than a few moments. Well, count yourself lucky that it was probably the Kraken. If any of your members of the crew survived besides you, you would know. There he goes. The one thing that you can tell. And he shows you his, uh, he shows you his line of uh, blisters. Yes. The Kraken has no venom. The Leviathan does. He takes that with that information, not realizing that there was that actual difference, and glad to receive it. All right. Yeah. Let me let me let me have a look at that. He'll he'll pull out he'll pull out a, uh, a dagger and try to scrape off a bit. And he, at the showing of the dagger, he pulls it back. Yes. You are not of the plague doctors or the apothecaries that I go to. I'm. Uh, we're, uh, I'm ju- you I'm dare just draw my blood? And he no. kind of like does this to try to <laughs> steady himself no, st- up. St- steady, friend. I'm not. Uh, I'm not getting anything without your consent. <laughs> No, I I was just hope, I was just hoping something for my personal collection, but I do I do apologize for uh, for imposing. Thank the Leviathan. The Leviathan did this. Trust me, we're gonna get we're we're gonna get to the bottom of it and get to, and get to the bottom of that. I I shall. Oh, he's like he gets kind of a kind of a wispy look over his face and he stares back at his drink and he goes. I don't know if my ship will ever sail again. I don't even know if I will be able to grace the seas with my eyes evermore. Well, um, the only way 
way to know is to try. And you sure aren't making any progress drinking your sorrows. But that is what I do. They are repairing my ship. I will not know how much it costs me until I get the bill. What about finding a crew? Finding a crew down here? That won't work very well. Half of the people that are down here either work or scavenge the docks for the money, or they just come in to drop off whatever cargo, what little bit is left, and they leave. I see. It's like, he, he, uh, he taps his mug, and he kind of signals over to, over to the bartender. He goes, the only thing that'll happen is I take off back for Waterdeep, and I find my crew there. Until then, I drink. You should see this as a blessing, friend, and start new adventures elsewhere with a new meaning and purpose. And Not maybe no. before that, maybe uh, find a cleric for that, that arm. Don't let people tell you to stop drinking if it's your hobby. It <laughs> raises his glass and goes, aye. It's a way of a pirate, you know? Let's go, guys. If you want, you look like you're a drinking man as well. I want to thank you for listening to my tale. Hey, he pulls out a small leather pouch, and then he has six. It has six vials. I have as further proof, and as one thank you of a sailor to another. I give you rums from around the world. And he pulls them up and each of them have little quirks on them and all of them are different colors. At first you piqued my interest. Now you have my attention. And I go, aye, one for everyone. And as, the, as we exchange and hold the bottles, I'll say, um, cool. I'll, uh, Give him the the bag, the person I just stole, and give it to him. And I say, for your troubles, friend. And there's one more in there for uh, whoever decides that they wish to take the second one. And he takes the coin purse and he goes, "I let's call it a fair trade." He looks at uh, he looks at the barkeep. He goes, "Arya, looks like I've got some more to drown my sorrows with." And then with my left hand. Because realizing the stuff uh-huh. is right, I give him a, a firm action. And he grips your uh, he grips your forearm with it as well, and he looks over and goes, "If you uh, if you do decide to find after this Leviathan, give it a good old killing for me." Pleasure. Um, Good pleasure. I I actually have a question. Um, you have a lot of questions, don't you? <laughs> Uh, I, I you also have a lot of opinionated statements. I apologize for my mannerisms before. I I didn't know. Um, would you be willing to perhaps accompany us as an advisor while we seek this Leviathan? Ronk does not advise. Ronk does not become one's crew. Once you've had the taste of captaincy, you can never go back. It is like when you taste your first taste of blood. Wine is just too thin. Opinions may vary. Let's go, guys. <laughs> I, uh, I just I talked about drinking blood. It's a, it's an old uh, a um, 
Oh, it's a water deep metaphor, most likely. Uh, I see. Yeah. I, I no, it's not. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so you do. You do have with you a vial of. Uh, you do have with you a vial of rums. Um, each of them are corked, and they all have various different labels on them. And if anybody uncorks them, they can smell just exotic spices mm. and all these different flavors just kind of popping in them. Um, anybody that chooses to drink one, please let me know beforehand. Um, they seem to have some sort of alchemical properties to them mm. as well. Mm-hmm. It's not just a, uh, it's not just like a regular rum. It looks like it's almost like fortified with a, with like a tincture of some mm-hmm. sort. A couple of them that are a little bit murkier seem to look like they might have just a drop of just a drop of blood somewhere, but we do not know exactly what. Uh, as you uh, as you bid Ronk his adieus, he goes back to just drinking the last one and mumbling to himself about one day he will be back on the seas. But though today is not the day, tonight is the night he drinks. So with that, you now have a map to what is possibly a, a map to where all the attacks seem to have happened. You have information about what could potentially be a Leviathan. Um, you have orders and summons from Helen. And you look out to the sky. It is clear enough as it is. And you are your rations are filled and everything is good to go you are more than welcome to try to explore any of the town it is pretty threadbare like i had said and you are also more than welcome to set sail um i'm gonna have a discussion with edge or you right. trust me um i have a tendency that when i start speaking in anger i start to meow as i'm talking i'm like i cannot believe that you would go ahead and talk to them and that i already told you you are the newest recruit you have to speak to them politely we are representing the merchants get as i put as i put my my boot down like on uh on a on on the floorboard or a barrel nearby and i extend that's where i'm like hey pardon the I don't mean to be comical or anything, but why are you so on edge? <laughs> and with that, I just walk away and find the rest of the group. Don't ignore me. Come back over here. Wow. Typically, you're so you, you're much more cheery, but now you just like order me around, and I'm not about that. I. That's why I slept in the crow's nest for the past two weeks. I just didn't want to deal with you. I speak for you, the Merchants Guild doesn't really know or believe if they should have added you, but I said that you were talented. And also, true, I like your music. It's really nice in the seas. Everybody loves my music. <laughs> okay, you're easy on the eyes, but I need you to act accordingly, especially when we're speaking on behalf of the Merchant's Guild. Only because you asked. With a little bit of edge. And then I am going to look for, it seems that Edge has calmed down, so we collectively go to find the others. All right, so uh, before we leave the docks, uh, we don't have a a ton of cash, but I'd I'd like to see if there are any chance we could hire any sailors, commoners, people that can man the the weapons for us. Is that something that would be within our budget? Um... So you're more than welcome to attempt to. 
I would say for the full intents and purposes, you guys have been known to pilot it, you know, crew it yourselves, but if you want to attempt to do so, I would say... It's a pair of hands, you know. Yeah, I would say roll me a charisma check to try to... To try to, you know, barker yourself up some more crew. Just charisma, no persuasion. Yeah, just, just, just charisma. The big thing is, is the reason being is because you are trying to shout over the sound of all the dock workers. Right. Because the amount of uh, the amount of actual ship hands mm-hmm. are pretty slim pickings. Okay, well, I don't have any bonuses to this, so let's see. Oh, he's doing that. 19. 19? First right. I will see you on the ship. I'm going to be busy for a couple of, for about an hour or so. And I want to try to pick some, like, like five pockets, like just within the right. alleyways or whatever. Yeah, so uh, go ahead and roll me a perception and then follow it with a sleight of hand to see how many pockets you do end up picking. Sure, sure. This is just going to count for over the entire hour. Sure. Okay, no problem. Uh, 17 for perception. All right. And for a sleight of hand, I got, I was good, uh, 14. All right, so even though the amount of people that are in here are not the most well-off, nor are they the most, you know, leisurely. You do manage to get yourself about another 35, 40 gold. Um, You do note that that is about enough to hire a skeleton crew of sorts to do all the ship manning for you. Um, The, you know, the quality of which would probably not be the greatest, but it is enough to man the sails, do all the rigging. But that'd be like one, two, or three people. It'd be like three to four people. Enough to, like, you know, keep the sails afloat. You know, that way all the captain has to do is, you know, ensure that the captain keeps the sailing and you folks can take care of anything do, else. This yeah, is not do, the... Do the adventuring. I don't... Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the, the idea... My mm-hmm. idea is that I don't want us to be tied up doing ship stuff when we want to be doing our things. Yeah. So I'll keep me. this information for myself for now. All right. So, yeah. Cool. Um, as you... As you barker yourself up a, a crew, you do find three people. One is a very drunk, surly half-orc. Another one is a bright and naive elf mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to really it looks like he takes orders well enough mm-hmm. and you find just a regular human with an axe on his uh an axe on his back and he's bare chested and he's just out here flexing muscles and he says any port except for here fantastic we're here we're here to so to solve everybody the problem with, with this town so if you want to be a hero you want to get on the boat with us at the mention of hero the uh the elf who, who, as you can tell, you, you've you've piqued his interest, and he's like, "Oh, oh, ah, aspiring adventurer, I see." He, he gets a his little thought to himself. He's like, "You know, Hero does have a nice ring to it." We, if we do what we get set out to do in this town, everyone will know your name, which is what, my friend. <laughs> huh. You know. The Frederick Hero of Westbrook uh, does have a ring to it. That's the year of Frederick. That's Frederick. That's Frederick the Hero of Luskin. That's the, the barrel chest again? No, that's no, the elf. That's the elf. That's the elf. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. Any, uh, any other takers? 
the, the three of them uh, just kind of look at each other and shrug their shoulders like. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, uh, I'm telling you, once we get back to port, the, the mayor will want to shake your hand. The half work goes. I'll see it when I see it. This way. But first, the payment. Oh, first the payment. And he looks at the three. He, he looks at him and the other two. He goes, oh, let's see. What, what What? would you say is fair, friend? Looks about, I guess. Well, let's say you hire us on for a charter. Looks like it's 40 gold. 40 gold? Hmm. We can do the 40, but we can only do 10 at front. Aye, that works. And so for 10 gold, you hire yourself three members to, uh, to man the ship. Fantastic. The position of the crow's nest will still be reserved for you due to the fact that you are more oriented towards using it for the requirements of the of the merchant's guild and the rest of the piloting outside of anything that you decide to do for steering or maneuvers will be handled by the crew okay Okay. so our hands are free for fighting yes exactly yes it is what are the what are the crew members name fred and who yeah we've got frederick Fred. Yes, that's because you've only heard Perfect. Frederick. So you have Frederick, Lockdar, and John. Oh, heck yeah. Is that the orc? Yes. John is the name of the orc, and Lockdar yeah, is the yeah, human. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And who's the third? Frederick is the elf. Frederick is the elf. Okay. So um, after about an hour, you can make your way back to the ship. Is uh, anybody else doing anything? I was going to ask if we've actually met back with um, Tara and Edge. Yes. Yeah, we're looking for we're looking to meet up. Yes. Okay. Everybody, everybody can meet up at the ship. Y'all kind of beforehand discussed. Hey, you know, meet back at the ship in like two hours or something. Well, like that. I hope it's okay. I made an executive decision. Get uh, get some extra people on board because we're gonna need hand. We're gonna need some extra hands to do what we need to do. Are they there in front of us? They are there in front of you. I see them. Can like, I intimidate them? You can attempt to do so. All right. I'm going to assume I'm the last one. 19. Jeez. The elf jumps. The human kind of looks at you and goes, fair enough. (laughs) And the orc just looks at you and goes, hmm. I look at the three new crewmates and I also nod to my first mate. You're fine making executive decisions. As long as you didn't spend all the gold, how much? Well, I spent my I, I spent my gold up front. Uh, this uh, this is my investment, but we do will owe them thirty when we're done. I pull you to the side. I say, always drop it by ten, and say you're including food and board. Well, that that one what I was saying, but for noted, sure thing, boss. Well, welcome to the alliance, everyone. And then I look at the three and I was like. Some of you look very promising, and some of you look like you can grow with the ship. Welcome along. Uh, as you may see, we definitely appreciate the help because we don't have a lot, but we do have a very capable ship. 
We are in the middle of a mission. We are going to set, set sail to investigate and see what has happened to some of the ships that have been apparently attacked. Yeah, about that, I'll, I'll, I'll take you aside and fill you in on, uh, on the... And then I also uh, pass over to you the chisel mm -hmm. that I am very cautiously holding. Mm -hmm. It's all nasty and black matter. Yeah. Would you recognize the uh, smell? It'll all roll, roll in nature? Yes, yeah, roll in nature. Does he recognize the smell of because it smells like the guy? I got oh yeah, well, well that's a, that's interesting. That uh, what it smells. Roll me a nature for it, and we'll we'll go from there. All right. Okay. Was well, Mikey the same? Four thirteen. Thirteen. So it's not so much the smell, but you can you can kind of guess by the way that he uh, by the way he's dictated everything that some of the stuff that has leaked out of those pustules is a very blackish mm -hmm. ichor, but it doesn't seem to be the same. Hmm. So whatever it is that is, and, and as you smell oh, the right. stuff yeah, on yeah, there, yeah, this is what this is. It's blood. We, we're seeing like the pustules from uh, from the actual yeah. infection. Do you so. think it's the same animal? Oh, it's uh, there. There's no mistaking uh, the marks of a leviathan. All right. Well, this could be very useful. You are in charge of it. <laughs> Your thing. I'll, I'll, I'll research. I'll keep. I'll give it on my, my collection. Of are you holding this conversation in private? Yes, we. I took her okay. aside for all this. I'll uh, climb aboard and see these new guys, and I try to look for uh, Nico. All right. Is he with an eye shot? I don't know. Is he? No. Well, uh, I, you could be arguing in the captain's quarters. The I, I, I tap him. <laughs> I step out. I step outside uh, into like the uh, center fold of the ship. I was uh, standing next to that door, just trying to hear what was going on, and I see him come out, and I was like, "So what is this about? Lava Jonathan?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, I'll. Uh, so I see both of uh, both of you. Uh, both, uh, yeah, both of you guys. But uh, all right, uh, I'll, I'll, well, you already, uh, you already know. Uh, I'll, I'll put you aside. Right? So the the, the, tar the target is a Leviathan. Good. So uh, these are extremely dangerous. I hope you didn't touch like the the, the guy who uh, the guy who gave you gave you this. Edge. Very careful. No. Drink that. Don't. Drink that. Drink that vial I gave. I bought for you. Because he. Oh, wait, wait. Wait. Okay. Yep. Yep. <laughs> drink one. Oh. Uh, well, no. Those are just, yours. So. Yeah, so those are yours. Those are those are a special thing of rums. Okay. But you you can go and buy a tincture yeah, to help you know ease his stomach and keep him yeah. being sick. I bought him a tincture. So yeah. 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 The the tincture does not. Handled him and now 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 I address you. The captain like the cabin and I just close the door behind me, looking back and there the crew is looking at me. I just give him a nod and I close the door and I'm like so um. The, uh, so, the old Capitan gave me some old rums. I have no idea what what's in them, but he said there's some very exotic spices. All right, so everybody that has taken their drink and shared their uh, shared their shots of rum to commemorate the next edition of their adventures, go ahead and roll me a d6. A three. All right, so we'll go with you first. Four. All right, so as you take the drink, you are... Uh, Filled with many, uh, many memories, and you seem you seem your mind sharpened just a little bit. You get a plus one to your intelligence score for the adventure. Two, two. You feel the you feel the drink coursing through your veins, and as you kind of 
move your arms around, you feel that they seem a little bit more limber and a little bit more ropey. You get a plus one to your dexterity score. <laughs> Five. Five. You notice that maybe some of the actions in that you've done over this morning, you think back on them in a little bit more clarity and you realize how you could have approached them a little bit better. Wisdom is always 20-20. You get plus one to your wisdom score. Five. Five. You realize after uh, after having your talks with the captain, maybe you should have gone down a little bit on the price. But like again, wisdom is 20-20. You get plus one to your wisdom score as well. Three. Three. The drink is strong, but you know that you're stronger. You kind of have to cop it down a little bit, but you feel the, you feel the bracingness of the flavors course through your veins. You get plus one to your constitution for the adventure. And the monster has taken this drink as well. Ooh. That's, that's just for ASI, right? Yes. Okay, okay. All right. So. The drinks have been passed. Right. So I pass the, the vials or the, the rum, the exotic rums to the captain. And then I go to Nico and I say, how much did you uh, pay those uh, bozos? Uh, yeah. They asked for a 10 up front. 10 up front? How much total? Uh, uh, 40 total, so 30, 30 left. And then I reach into my, my pocket and I give you 20 gold, just ah. in case. Oh, well, right. uh, you can uh, probably take that up. Uh, oh, I, I, I appreciate it. You're a great team, play, uh, great team player, but we'll, uh, we'll work it out with the captain. The captain may be, uh, the captain may be, probably be able to get a be- make, a better, make a better deal. Share some of that. You were part of the conversation, I would have cut you in a little bit. Rock, paper, scissors for it. Wait, wait. I kind of see that from rock, a distance. Rock, paper, like, scissors, shoot. Why are they like rock, paper, scissors? <laughs> pa- was it pa- parchment stone uh, shears or whatever? You've you heard that game before. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> parchment, paper, scissors, parchment. Oh, uh, whatever. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Sword. Rock, paper, scissors, rock. Oh my god. And then we just do that for like a minute. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that for a minute. The the crew, as you're doing this, they're sweating as they're trying to, you know, as they're lifting the anchor and they're setting the, they're, they're moving the sails around to catch the wind to get you out of port. And they're looking at, they're looking at you two doing this and they look at each other. The window of the cabin? Yeah. Oh, that's awkward. As they're, they're, you know, you see them just sweating as they're lifting up the, as they're hoisting the anchor. And they, do I see them looking? You, you can see him looking at you. Oh, that's awkward. Okay, continue, sorry. But yeah, uh, anchor is hoisted. They are uh, they are ready for your direction to set sail. Okay, so we are going to, I asked the crew, everyone's ready to go. And then we set sail. We head to the location. I try to pass a goal to each of the newbies. Like, right. for your motivation. Keep it up. And, uh, and John kind of grunts and Loctar uh, looks at it, bites on it with his uh, with his half work teeth, and checks to make sure that's good. And Frederick is uh, he looks at it, and his eyes go wide, and he's like, "Ah, so there is a, there is golden adventure." Of course. Puts it, in, puts it in his pocket. If you don't die first. I also try to make it a thing because I have this pattern for my character that wherever he enters a new like civilization, new town, whatever, he tries to hide his original colors right. because he has bad reputation through his background. Alright, sounds good. So the seas are uh, the seas are calm, the wind is full, and everybody has taken off. It will be a, 
about two days if the winds take you right to go into the into the area. Does anybody do anything on the first day? Um, uh, my character would probably want to size up all the recruits. All right. So maybe try and intimidate them a little. More. Yeah. More. Um, <laughs> as the uh, as this ship is taken off and all of the all of the sails are set, everything, all the ropes are you know wrapped down, and the uh, the three of them are kind of just talking to themselves. They're drinking water. The elf looks to be a little seasick, and uh, the other two just, they seem to be uh, arm wrestling or talking to themselves. Uh, the orc, the, the half-orc tries to keep the elf in decent spirits, but uh, any order that gets uh, barked out by the captain, they immediately jump to, um, all with their various different sense of uh, uh, intentions and motivations. The the elf tries to remember some of his uh, sea shanties that he's heard in some of the bars and totally feels like singing. <laughs> but Edge, why don't you uh, sing a song? What I look like a jukebox? <laughs> Fine. What's a jukebox? <laughs> no, no. I just heard the expression. Anyways, I've been working on this song. I think Jonathan over there might like it. I call it the Lava Jonathan. All right. So I start singing. Uh, do I got to roll for something? Go ahead and roll me a performance check. I got you. Ten. 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 Performance plus sixteen. All right. So you uh, you do sing the the love of Jonathan. Um, Jonathan he tries not to show it, but he gets a little bit of a gets a little bit of a grin. The the elf, you know, Frederick. He's he's stomping along a little bit with the beat. Friggin' Loctar just doesn't really pay much of attention to it, but you're, uh, you know, you're able to keep two spirits, you know, well enough. After after a little while, as the as the day starts to go into the afternoon, um, Jonathan and Loctar end up getting into you know little boxing matches just to pass some time and get things going on. You are more than welcome to look on, and this is a good time for you to size up your crew. Frederick is still a little too green to be really boxing and uh, doing much beyond that. He has been mostly between bouts of keeping himself not sick. He has uh, leaned into the breeze and has let it flow through his fair blonde hair as he uh, tries to really embrace the adventure part. It's almost like he's romanticizing the aspect of being on the ocean. You remember when you romanticized being on the ocean? All those many years ago. I, uh, I just wanted adventure. Um, Loctar, is it? Yeah, Frederick is a. I. Frederick. Is what? Who are you I, talking to? The elf. The, the elf that worked. The guy the who's like sick. Well, what yeah. is the elf, right? Frederick. It's Frederick. Yes. I. Uh, I. I'm just here to warn. I know. Sailing may seem romantic, but we may very well lose our lives. Within the next few days. I? Yeah, we're fighting a Leviathan. <laughs> it's okay. If you die, I can just Have you heard of a Leviathan? N- nay? Perhaps an this... shanty or. 
That's the reason that all the ships, have, uh, those ships are coming to port. I, 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 I have this scroll here. These things are extremely deadly. And I feel like this is quite problematic. These these recruits are not fit. They're here. They're here to mind the ship. They're here to mind the ship. We, do, I, do I see him trembling? He, he's, he's trying to figure out what the hell is going on now. So I'll walk to him. I'll slap his shoulders. What's your name, friend? Uh, Frederick. Frederick. I'm going to explain to you what a leviathan is. Uh-huh. Imagine a beast hey big, correct? Doesn't seem so bad. Uh-huh. Now imagine you are this. Uh-huh. Imagine an octopus beast shark thing that like, delves into the ocean. Like a water spider? Like a water spider, sure. Oh, or maybe it's bigger than a ship. Spider, but you are a speck. Oh, 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 my time in the Emerald Enclave never, never warned me of this, but. Uh, well, there's no, oh. there's no leviathans in the forest now, are there? No. Oh, oh no. I'm just like next to. Um, Don't worry, Kanta. you're in good hands. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just nodding aggressively. Oh. It, it's very scary. I'm trembling. I don't show it, but it's, it's terrifying. I promise you. <clears throat> but you are in good hands. Just keep doing what you're doing, and you will be paid handsomely after the, uh, the job is done. If you survive. Don't mind her. She's very uh, excited. Speaking of which, let's talk about what you, you'll be doing. Hold <laughs> on. That's all. all yeah, I'll take I, a I push more to him, and I just pull out my pistol and start cleaning it. Yeah. You hear right. like, the, well, uh, like that frantic meow and like clattering from the the captain's quarters. All right. Well, there'll we'll be, we'll be come a time when we when we need to use. Some, uh, you're mostly be taking care of this, uh, the sa- the sails and and anything the ship the ship needs to keep going. But there may, uh, there may come a time that we need to t- take a shot. And it may be your big uh, your big day. You know. Roll me an insight check. I don't have a great insight. It's a nine. He... He looks like he's processing the information that you're giving him. Was I not very accurate when I told him? You were, you, were, you were extremely accurate. Okay. Does anybody else want to roll an insight check that is looking at him? So that would be you two? Yeah, I'm, I will. I got it. Sure, you can. You can kind of listen in on the. He is. He is quite literally panicking. Okay, friend. I I see that you are um, a little bit worried, and maybe we should do some scenarios. We can we can act them out. Um, I can you know get you acclimated with the harpoons and the cannons, and you know train you up a little bit. How does that sound? Again, uh, you want to be a hero. This is what being a hero is like. This is a very great tale for a hero to make. <clears throat> Frederick hears uh, again the same meowing and like frantic clattering, and he's kind of like, "Why is no one reacting? You guys are just so used to just mm. the sounds." He, a- after you guys start mentioning the hero talk, he, you can see his eyes kind of like clear just enough, and you're like. <gasps> And he, like, forces himself to be calm enough. The, the, the hero talk and 
the fact that he realizes that no matter what happens, he is stuck on this ship. So he might as well try to do his best to keep himself from being left on the ship. <laughs> exactly. That's the attitude we want to see. That's the attitude. We're, we're all in this together. All right. And he, uh... I'll provide some time with you and kind of talk about uh, Leviathans and everything you know about, uh, everything you know about Leviathans. Oh, are you pretending that that happened? Uh, of course. (laughs) 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 Already laughed. And then I explained to him, like, not the the anatomy, but, like, what the most uh, variable features are of a a Leviathan, the difference between a Kraken, the knowledge of, like, Venom Uh and all that, all, all the details. Where should, where should we shoot it? I have noticed, for at least for Krakens, they're uncomfortable when you shoot them in the eyes. Yeah. Preferably with a cannon. That's not that. <laughs> I have these gifts from my old Capitan, but I don't think it's going to be quite enough for that. Well, we'll, say, well, we'll at least we know what to, what to shoot at. Of course. Um, if anything, try to hold it down successfully because it will yank you down if it's unsuccessful. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, just wish for, for the best luck of the sea. I, I can't tell you much. Yeah, well, I thought, like, probably, like, two baby ones. <laughs> Should be fun. All right, so you've, uh, you've convinced Frederick to not, you know, panic and try to... Are we talking in front of him? No, no, no. Oh, um, no explaining, we, we <laughs> explaining the Leviathan, you, you know, yeah, you, yeah. after all the hero talk, he goes <laughs> yeah, about, like, yeah, trying yeah. to... Learn how to you know he's looking over the cannon and he's looking at you know and he's going back and like you know swabbing the decks and whatnot. I'll give him some quality time to ensure him how to use a cannon. All right, yeah, yeah. So with that, go ahead and uh, roll me a uh, roll me a charisma save or check Check. to try to see if you can uh, convince him. Can I assist? Sure. Right. Advantage. I mean, I got an eighteen. So let's see what advantage would give me. 18. All right, so he uh, he does seem to actually take to the cannons very well. Um, for an elf that seems to talk mostly about the forest and whatnot, he seems to know a fair bit about, he, he seems to take very well to these siege weapons. And I, I was meaning to ask you, uh, elf to elf, because I belong, I'm native of the Shadowfell. Are, are the em- Emerald Enclave Elves used to siege weapons or cannons of the like? He kind of thinks about it. Was, no, I just really found this fascinating. Right. It's so it's so interesting how weapons of such violence can be formed from such obscene materials. None of this is natural. It, Knocks on the. I see what you're saying. Yes. It's like I, 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 the only thing that I know is anything that can be crafted from the earth. This is, this is forging stuff. Are you a druid? Lucius, I don't know, but the nature does speak to me. When you feel this presence of nature, does it move you as if a beast in stalking prey? Well, sometimes. That is very good to know. I'll keep that in mind. Thank you. All right. That may just be what you ate yesterday. <laughs> he gets a little chuckle out the, of it. <laughs> from the crow's nest. But yes, he uh, with your with your training, he does seem to be able to understand how to man the cannons very okay. well. Cool. Um, 
and he he takes to he, he takes to being able to if you were to decide to issue to fire the cannons, um, Frederick would be able to fi- to operate and fire the cannons without any disadvantage. Cool. It takes you m- most of the day to do so, but that's because you take the breaks for the you know for the di- for the eating and whatnot. I want to ask him: does, is he, does he have more of a liability with aiming to the left or to the right? Um, or does he prefer to like aim? He actually. Right. Do you want him to fire the cannon? Yes, but I'm going to ask the captain first. All right. Actually, no. So he uh, he points off into the distance, and as you follow his uh, as you follow his line of sight, um, I need the both of you to roll me a perception check. Okay. And I want him to make like two shots to see which one he's more comfortable left or right. All right. Perception, you said. Yes. Uh, so Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got twenty-four. Twenty-four. Um, as he starts to aim down the way, you see just clouds on the horizon, and they're they're the dark thunderheads that tells you that a storm is coming, and you uh, he fires it off, and you from the captain's quarters here's just allowed. Of the ca- of the cannons firing off, you did not authorize this, by the way. And uh, you hear the shouting of uh, of your elven new crew member as he is half excited, half you know panicking. But sure enough, he fires it off and it sails. And he seems to have a really good um, not. You can't really tell so much aiming this way, but like the way that he had angled it from the way that you taught it. That cannonball sails, and it sails out of sight so far that the splash isn't even seen. Good shot. I'll be right back. Pretending I didn't notice the thunderclouds. Uh, shoot one more. Shoot one more. And he, the he goes and starts loading, and you look at, as you look, the thunderclouds are, you know, rolling. And they seem to be almost like as if they are running to greet you where they are. Um, go ahead and roll me another knowledge. You can do either Arcana, History, or Nature. Arcana, History, or Nature. I got zero on any of those. Okay. <laughs> I got 16. 16. So you do note that in a lot of the stories that you have told, a lot of the books that you've read, a lot of the songs that you've sang about, all of the naval fights and all of the... All of the naval adventures and encounters and the pirate stories and whatnot. Most wondrous adventures always begin with a storm. Okay. I look back, can I, can I yell at the crew? Sure. Come out here. This is about to be more water than you're comfortable with. And then What's I... The when you enter the captain's quarters, it's a fairly large, tall room, and there's scratch marks everywhere. And it looks pretty interesting. There's all these like trapezing, circus-like practice, and there's like a scratching post, and there's like 
cute fishies and things. Like, very, you know, almost like what a human cat-like girl's room would look like. Sure. All right. And then you see, I'm like, like, just running back and forth. And then I land. And I look at you and I was like, what? Don't tell me if I don't ask. However, um, the, 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 uh, the old Capitan from the tavern told us a, a tale of the Leviathan and how when he was out in sea, he was encountering it when a storm was rolling in. There is a very dark and looming storm coming towards us, approaching. I wipe sweat off with my tail, second back. First of all, why did I hear a cannon go off? <laughs> we were, uh, I was As you are saying that, you hear the firing <laughs> of, the, of the second <laughs> cannon go off. And I just look at you, and I just go... <sighs> I'm teaching the new recruit how to fire a cannon so that I can trust him with mine and our life. You're not shooting it into the city, are no, you? No, we're in this open waters. Oh yeah, true, true, true. Yes. Okay, pretend it's there. Are you making sure you're not hitting anything directly? I mean, that's kind of the point of shooting a cannon. You want to hit something directly. Is he but a good shot? From what I've seen, yes. I'm quite impressed. And I'm kind of just stomping my cap. Nails. Mm-hmm. Can I like barge through the door? Uh, yeah. If you wanna, if you wanna shimmy down the crow's nest and uh, sidle it behind him. Okay, sure. Uh, I say, okay. I'll trust your judgment. It's good to know what his natural abilities are. Here, just uh, open the door. <laughs> right. Almost. The storm. Does anybody not hear me yelling from the crow's nest? I did my job. I'm here. I'm yelling. Just talking. It's fair. Uh, it's fairly. We should get rid of it. Let's get the other. Let's get the other crew people to, uh, ready and ready to man the tur- man the cannons as well. If we need to. It's about to get serious. So Let's I walk go. out. I kind of grab the map off of the wall that I had. Uh-huh. I'm trying to position it in the coordinates, see where the storm is, in consideration of where the map is or where we are. All right. Go ahead and roll me a nature because you have been doing all of this acrobatics and not at the helm to try to see if you are actually on course. 18. 18. So while you are in the general direction of where you were headed, you can tell that the storm is starting to loom larger and you were veering off a little bit more towards the uh, the purple rocks. And by course correcting, it almost looks like it is leading you directly into the storm. Mm. So you can either try to circumnavigate around the storm or you can try to push through it to get to where you need to go. I'm going to go towards the water. Well, you're in the water. I'm in the no, like like to the edge. Oh, okay. Like on the, the boat. On the boat. The railings. Yes. yes. I'm gonna go towards the railings, and then I am going to. I'm oh, saving this one. I think it's, it's the summon monster and the animals or something. Conjure animals. Conjure animals. Yes, I'm gonna conjure. This is two these? Oh, yeah. wait, can I, do two, this? can I do this one? Yeah, two plus uh, two, plus two, uh, two, two CR uh, worth of beasts. Okay, All and right. then I'm going to summon um, some fish. All right, so you conjure a school of fish. School of fish, and I tell them, find the safest course. And they kind of respond with, safest course where? Out of the storm. So you want to... 
go like away the, the, from the storm, or do you want to see if we can get to destination? But like, you know how there's like massive waves and stuff. If they can find calmer waters. Sure. Um, to get where you're needing to go, you will have to go into some of the choppier waters. So it will take a uh, it will take a couple of not only nature but also an athletics check to you know fight the ship from going where it was trying to go. But yeah, go ahead and roll me a uh, nature check to see if you can follow the you know if the fish lead true and follow them as well while you are piloting. If you want, to, you can try to designate edge who is up in the crow's nest to uh give you directions based upon where the fish are swimming okay yeah. can i uh cast bardic inspiration for like the crew sure i can only give it to one person at a time well you don't cast you can it give it, it to just, me because i just give my ability you give somebody load. a d8 and, uh, and the one they, they need it they'll, they'll throw it at something i don't need to roll anything no you, you just give them you just give whoever you're giving bardic inspiration a d8 okay cool so i Kind of like make eye contact with uh, with Terra, and I just kind of turn towards the storm, and I start and I start strumming my guitar, and I'm like, "What you know about rolling down in the deep?" Goes into like a metal version of astronaut. All right. So yeah, you do feel inspired to do so. So whenever you want to add uh, add your D8 to any check, you can go ahead and do so. So. So I rolled a 15. All right, so the, the fish seem to be going along. They seem to be slipping in and out of uh, in and out of the currents. You've conjured up a big enough school of fish that it's easy to dictate where they're going. And they seem to be going in just enough of a uh, wide arc that you're not going to have to turn too hard to do so. But you, I will have you uh, roll me an athletics check to keep the ship on course. Can I help when, uh, with, uh, with athletics? You cannot because it is one person manning the wheel. Right. It is just She's keeping good. the wheel to where you I don't need think to go. Good. She's good. Is that athletic? Yes. 20. 30, 20. All right. So you, uh, through the, uh, through the guidance of Edge, the fish, and everything else, you grab a hold of it and your instincts kick in and the ship tries to fight you as the uh as the waves start to crest up a couple of them do splash the crew but nothing too uh too intense or too crazy and the fish lead you on a wide arc you actually get close enough that you can see the uh that you can see the purple rocks and you see them outline and uh you don't get close enough that you can see anything any details out of it but you do notice that you are going wide enough that you can see landfall um it takes most of uh most of the evening to pull yourself around but as the uh as the night settles in for the entire uh for the entirety and the witching hour rises you look up and you see all the clouds are on your port side and the moon is shining brightly the stars that aren't obscured by the clouds are twinkling as well almost as a, a sign of you have seemed to have reached a break in all of the despair and the goddess of the moon herself, Saluna, has decided to smile down upon you. Thank you, Saluna, for guiding us out of the storm. I feel kind of a fear and dread of losing my ship after seeing all those strayed captains. It just kind of subsides and leaves my body. I said, maybe I am meant to be a captain. <laughs> Maybe you are. I feel like an astronaut. 
in the ocean. What's an astronaut? What's an astronaut. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it. <laughs> All right. So the night has uh, the night has reached calm waters. Do you uh, do you stay up in the crow's nest? Um, it is it is pretty deep in the witching hour. I'm gonna go ahead and. Um, is it dinner time? It can be dinner time if you so wish to do so. Edge, come down. Let's eat. On my way. Just give me one second. We got slop. <laughs> my favorite. At the mention of slop, Loctar and uh, Jonathan kind of just... <clears throat> and uh, Frederick is like... He, he looks at Loctar and like, what's slop? Loctar like looks at him and goes... <clears throat> <laughs> It's just like the thing on the X. <laughs> uh, can I cast Unseen Servant to kind of keep an eye out on the on the crow's nest? You can. Anything that you try to have the Unseen Servant look at and uh, and keep watch out, you will have to roll for a perception using your stats. Okay. Because you are, for all intents and purposes, looking through their eyes. Okay. But yeah, so uh, it is dinner time. Starving. It is. Nobody thinks about dinner time. <laughs> it is slop. It's but not, after we'll, all we'll, the, we'll be, we'll be needing it for at least a year. Or so yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah we'll, from we'll from some of the different ports that you've pulled in, you do manage to have a, a fairly good collection of spices and whatnot. And uh, some of the more exotic members of your crew have definitely figured out some of the ways to make slop not taste as sloppy. Mm-hmm. But it is a good time for everybody to sit down. The uh, the waters, even though as choppy as they were, seem to have calmed out. So it's a nice, easy breather. I walk in proudly into the dining halls and tell everyone in the mm-hmm. crew we avoided a very dangerous storm. Blessed to be to what's the guy's name? Saloon. Saloon. Uh, we can enjoy this meal, eat heartily, and get some good sleep. Tomorrow is going to be yet another difficult journey. Come sit down over here, Tara. Have some salted seagull. I ca- we call it slop. <laughs> and I like sit. Would you like I just see fish heads. <laughs> some spices that I got from Waterdeep. Oh, what kind? Um, they're just exotic. They have some hints of cayenne, some, some hints of garlic, wild garlic, I guess. Please don't, don't mind if I do. All right, and she'll like pepper some into your slop. And I, I taste it. How is it? I don't know. How is it? Yeah, how is it? What did it, you pepper it with? Um. You're not trying to poison your crew, are you? No, no. It's it's actually spices. All right. I like All look right. at you with like big puss in boots <laughs> eyes with my slop. I'm like, could I try? Yeah, have some. Just for you, Captain. It's giving a uh, Latino essence. Yes. <laughs> that, that Goya flavor. <laughs> is this a double? Is this a double? So oh, I think I am. I think I will call it Sasson. Our cooking segment is now sponsored by Goya. Thank you very much. Not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. Hashtag not sponsored. I find that it truly turns slop into quite the delicacy. Wow. You, you, can, you can solve the one to anything. It solves, it solves all your culinary problems. Oh, Lord. 
fries, fries fish, fish, burgers, anything. Exactly. Tell me about it. I tried putting Vicks one time on my slot. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't go. Everybody, all, the, all the tales about it were lies. <laughs> Didn't make it taste any better. So, <laughs> since you are using your unseen servant, I am going to have you roll me a perception check. Oh, I still have the bar to Fourteen. All right, nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. Well, I'll, I'll also be taking shifts on a watch because I'm, I'm, I don't think we're out of the storm yet. So. Okay. Well, are you? So, this is this is while you are eating, though. Yeah, no, not, not while eating. I guess it will be after. All right. So after uh, after everybody has eaten, all of the uh, all of the talks have been had. The spices have been shared. Um, Frederick has uh, repeatedly asked different questions as and gets different answers as he looks at everybody else. Wait, what is what is in this slop? Uh, it's best not to ask. Seagull. <laughs> and, as you mentioned Seagull, his eyes widen. And he looks at you and goes, is it really Seagull? What is it actually? First you off. tell me. <laughs> I'm assuming it's like smashed up bread with beans and like soup elements. It can be. Okay. Uh, there are chunks of meat. We need some kind of protein. Yeah. Uh, there are chunks of some sort of meat. Not that I'm aware of, but probably. Bears can't be choosers out at sea. I mean, the seagulls are just sky chickens, honestly. <laughs> he he gets this look from the sea, and he grimaces and he goes, eh? "Sky rats." I mean, it's not the worst I've eaten. There you go. Here, have some spices. Are you you saying you've eaten a brain devoured? (laughs) What could possibly be worse than a seagull? Spider? Okay. I mean, that's a delicacy in certain places, I'm uh, sure. Wait, you see, I would would, would think it'd be a delicacy in the Underdark. What did it taste like? Sounds right. It's best if we don't talk about it. I was hungry at the time and lost. The Mm. texture just would unsettle me. Is it fuzzy on the tongue? And I go, and I I see little spikes on my tongue. (laughs) He he goes, a little. You see him kind of like shudder at the memory. He goes, it's, well, at least we have slop. (laughs) That is the spirit. Oh and boy. he... I raised my ball to it. You're crying and eating it. I'm so tired of the slob. I want better things. <laughs> and I just eyed the, the, the exotic spices. Oh. All right. So after uh, after the dinner has been finished, does anybody do any after-dinner activities before they uh, turn in? I pull out my little pipey and right. get my catnip. Okay. And just... I'll take a turn surveying... Uh, Looking around the ship, uh, is, is it already dark? So it is dark, but you're the the moon is bright enough that you can see as you're looking where the where the ship is pointed. Um, as you look across the bow, you see a whole lot of stars. And you see the moon hanging out there, and you look backwards at the stern and kind of let, kind of off in the port quarter area. You see the clouds that you had noticed in the uh, in the morning or in the day to afternoon. You notice that the clouds are just, they almost look like they might be just more of a distant memory. They still loom, but they seem to be going in the direction away from you now instead oh, of towards. Oh, interesting. Well, 
That uh, that would be good, but isn't that isn't the, I'm, I'm thinking. I guess I'm, I don't, I'm not expecting anyone to be around. I mean, is it the Leviathan coming with the storm? So are we supposed to be going towards the storm? Do you look over into the water as you're surveying? Uh, yes, I'm definitely looking into the Go water. Go ahead and roll me a perception. <laughs> oh, man. You as well. Ten. Okay. Through your unseen servant. Okay. Seven. Seven. Perce- perception. 22. 22. 19. All right, so um, it's a little unnerving. The waters, even though they are still, they're not as choppy, but they still have a little bit of chop to them. One of the things that's a little unnerving is the uh, the lack of water wildlife that you've uh, that you would see if you were to look down there. It could be just a combination of how dark it is, but you do notice an absence of wildlife. Hmm. Does anybody else do anything before the night turns in? Yes. Yes. Uh, I wanted to walk up to uh, Tara, and I w- and I go to her and I tell her, "Hey, Tara." Uh, do you remember when we were at when we were at the talk? And yes. I like that thing. And I'm like just kind of yes. Yeah, just like that. Um, I grew an extra finger, so I kind of what? Yeah, uh, I don't know. Could have been a side effect. I don't know. Anyways, I cut it off. I am giving it to you. I am uh, basically using a hex blocks eerie token. Okay. So I give her one of my extra finger that I cut off. Mm-hmm. Keep it as good luck. It allows me to communicate with you through our minds. Your fing- through your finger? Yes. No. It, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just run out the. I just run out. I run out. Captain, I have a report. Oh, oh, he gave you. He gave you his finger. That's uh, that that that's a very that's a very powerful artifact. Just wear it from yeah. a Just wear it around your neck. <laughs> It always point you in the right like, direction. Uh, wrap it. Very confused. Just keep, just keep. And I'm just like, was it a good idea to bring him on board? <laughs> I don't know. Was it? <laughs> I, I kind of stuff it in. All right. I yelled from like a, from a distance. Just keep it close to you. I hear it. It'll point like you. A, well, you don't have to do that. You literally. Oh, you, you can hear it in your. If he activates it, yeah, you can hear it in your head. How does it work? Like, is it one-time use? It's, 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 like, a sin- so, it's like a sending stone. It's yeah. like a sending stone, but because of the fact that it is linked directly to you, it just goes straight into your mind. It's like if you would hear him speaking into your mind. It's like a one-time use? No, it, it's All as long as you have it on you. Oh, and then I can hear him? Yes. Now? I'm just like, huh? Keep it close. It'll always you're point you. You're in my head? It'll well, point you You're in my head? Can I just... You know what? Forget I said anything. Oh, and then okay. like, because I have my dude up there, I'm just going to be like in the front of the ship now. All right. You're getting up the girls Yeah, yeah. Because my, my, uh, my thing, my guy's Oh, yeah, you're on team servants up there. Okay. Yeah. okay. No. Well, quick report. I, it seemed that uh, strange absence of sea life. Are your, are your uh, sea creatures still around? Do you have are a connection they? going? Stuff around? Well, what's, the, what's the duration on the... On, uh, you were following them for several hours. Yeah. You weren't trying to hold only there for one hour. So yeah. One hour. Okay, so they're gone. Yeah. The, no. Um, well, there you, you'd expect any like dolphins, any any any, any number of bits of wildlife. And I wait and right, I, right, I listen to hear around. if I hear any animal sounds at all. And there do not seem to be any form of animal sounds. And I'm extremely concerned now because mm-hmm. that's not normal. I agree. 
Just, Thank uh, you for letting me know. It, uh, we have to keep very sharp. We're here because a lot, a lot of ships get, have gone down, and we are a very tasty target do I for know, the Leviathan. Do I know that um, usually there's not animals because there's like an apex predator or an animal? Do I know? That? It's it's pretty common knowledge, especially in you know in, in most large land masses where there is some sort of apex predator, even in the ocean. Um, a lot of smaller creatures or larger creatures that would be the prime targets for them would not be around. Okay. I keep that information to myself to not cause panic. Yeah. Alright. Right. Speak your mind um, and I say shark shark. Shark Celia would like to challenge Jonathan to an arm wrestling match to see if she um, can compete in strength with a half work. Right. So you, uh, do you wish to, how do you wish to challenge him? Hello, uh, Jonathan. I'm wondering, uh, would you fancy an arm wrestling match? Mm. All right. Um. All right. <laughs> okay, um, if, if I win, um, you'll owe me five gold. <coughs> and if you win... I'll give you ten gold. How about if I win, I take your spot? Um, I'm sorry. You would have to uh, talk to the captain about that, but I highly doubt she would replace me. I mean, I'm irreplaceable. Yes? I wish to have her spot through combat. Mm. If I win, I'd be a good crewmate. <laughs> if I lose, I owe her gold. And you will not have to deal with me after. Beloved Jonathan, don't Do you me. allow for combat? So I don't have to pay you the extra. If I have my ten gold, I will wager it. I will wager whatever I get back. How confident are you in me? Okay. <laughs> out of character. Out of character. <laughs> I'm just like. Uh, Okay. All right, little one. You wish to arm wrestle John? Um, um, yes. Yes, I do. And, um, I'm gonna look to Edge and be like, Symbotic inspiration would be nice right about now. I got you. Don't worry. <laughs> Interested, I'm going to be looking from afar. And looks over at, uh, he looks over at Lockdar and he goes, Barrel. Lockdar picks up a barrel and sits it down between the two of you. Alright, little one. You wish to arm wrestle Jonathan. You have laid your wager. And under the stars. Your words matter much more. Wait. Let's jump my guitar and say, Back off. She'll take you on. Headstrong to take on anyone. Okay. The wager has been made. I say, um, one quick. You got this. And then I give guidance. All right. So, with that, 
He stomps in here. <clears throat> Squats down. Lays his, uh, lays his very large looking arm. He goes, We will have, and he looks over around, he goes, We'll have Captain Countdown. Okay. Three. Two. One, two, three, go! <laughs> go ahead and roll me a uh, roll me a contested trick. Okay. You do have your inspiration. You also <laughs> have guidance. Okay. You don't have to do a D eight. You have to do a D four because that's your next roll. So you do you do have the D four that is added automatically, and then the the D eight you have to declare if you're going to use it after the roll. Okay. Before I read you the results. Okay. Got this. Okay. Um, that's a strength check. It is a strength check. It's a strength. 18. 18. You want to use your bardic inspiration? Yeah, I'll use it. Okay. It's pretty good. Oh, oh my gosh. God. So that's going to be 25. Let's go. All right. So, as you, uh, as you lean in and you grip his hand and his hand just dwarfs yours. And he grips it and you start pushing against it. And initially you get no budge and he starts to push it down like this. And then between the shouting of everybody that is gathered around, you draw your strength in. Remember the song that Edge has been singing to you and you start to gain. And as you're gaining, he looks wild-eyed at you. And he like looks around, tries to push it back in. You gather up just enough, and bam! Adios. Ever since they just say fireworks, woo! Right along. Finally go. Jonathan lost. That's correct. That is. Um, I'm the strongest on the ship now. I'm just clapping. I see. Hey. Well, I extend my hand for the gold. Fishes out the gold, and he goes. Jonathan is man of word. I grab it, it on there. and I pass it over as a, you're the victor. Thank you, Captain. And he nods, he goes, you have Jonathan's respect. But then I grab five uh-huh. for the entertainment. I pass it over. Yes. You have thanks. Thank you for that, um, Jonathan. Um, I give you permission to call me Sealman instead of Sealman. Jonathan notice. Welcome to the crew. Jonathan nods and picks up the barrel and puts it back down. Family. Proceeds to <laughs> proceeds to just lean over the lean over the railing of the ship and looks out into the ocean. Um, after feeling absolutely proud of my buddy, I would like to find a really quiet corner. All right. And once I do that, I want to take out the, the pistol of my, my late captain. And I look at it, and I give it a nice wipe. And I say, um, oh, Capitan, I promised that I wouldn't do any more piracy. But it's it's all I know, and it, it does keep the money flow going. I'll try to be a better person like you've wanted, like you've asked for me to, before you lead your last words. And all I ask is you just give me undeniable guidance and a strong 
watch over as I uh, accomplish many of my deeds and throughout my adventures. I scrip it. Alright, and so, as the witching hour is hit, all the festivities have been held. Does anybody stand watch for the night? Gotta take turns, watch. Can I just like say something to him? I heard him talking to himself. Shit. You do not hear him talking to himself. Can I? Can I? Damn it. He he he. It was like a prayer. He knows everybody has been. He he knows where all the good hiding spots on the ship. Okay. It's taken a year to figure out where everybody likes to. He's private. Likes to hide. Then can I go over to like uh, the orc that yeah. way? You go. You can go talk to Jonathan. It's like, hey Jonathan, I got a, I got a very special song for you. And Jonathan like is listening. Yeah, it's called. I'm so sad. So very, very sad. It goes a little something like this. So sad! Jonathan does not feel sadness. <laughs> I try. And he, he shrugs. <laughs> let's, let, let's, hit, let's take watch, man. All right, so, so the, the crew that you had hired Goes into the goes into their quarters. They they sleep in. Uh, they all share a single quarter. It is uh, two sets of bunk beds, so they're able to fit in there. Everybody, because the ship is so large, is able to have their own room. Um, the captain's quarters are above deck, so you have your own much larger room. And you two decide to stay up and stay watch. Mm-hmm. Are you staying up and staying watch together? No. Or are you no, taking turns? Shit. Uh. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be in the front, just cause. Uh, Are you taking first or second watch? I'm taking first watch. All right. So first watch. Um, go ahead and roll me a perception real quick. That is a nine. All right. So uh, first watch is awfully quiet. It leaves you alone with your thoughts. You're able to, you know, take a few minutes to uh, write out some new lyrics and find out uh, what it really means. Why Jonathan does not feel sadness. And you almost, it almost makes you wonder, is it worth it to feel the sadness? I don't know. Sometimes sadness is just happiness that wants to be happy. All right. But first watch goes well. You can go ahead and... uh, Second watch. Yep, second watch. Right before everybody gets up. Fifteen. All right, so second watch uh, goes through. You, uh... Everything looks well enough. You uh, you don't really notice anything until the sun rises. And as you uh, as you see the sunrise, the water as you look down and you you know note the lack of uh, you note the lack of mm-hmm. marine wildlife down there. But you now start to kind of see the reason why there is no marine wildlife down there. The deep blue of the ocean is not blue, it is a black. And it's almost as if it is like too hard to see down into. Mm -hmm. And the black is accentuated by the froth of the uh, of the chop kicking up any of the any of the bubbles and whatnot. Um, The blackness does seem to as you're following it, it seems to kind of lead off a little bit into some sort of trail. Trail. Yeah, I'll, look, I'll, uh, I'll start looking around to see if I can see any 
Uh, I'll go around the ship, uh, see if I can see like places where it's blue versus black. See if I if I can like make you out can, that there's a trail. You can mark out a trail. The trail does seem to be more starboard. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't look to be. It looks to be closer to the storm than it does. Right. You know, away from it. And because of the fact that, you know, the ship kind of, you know, does a little rocking in the in the ocean, it has turned away from the storm a little bit more, but the, the ink itself seems to head towards the, towards the storm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll go knock on the captain's door. Is it morning now? It is morning. Is it considered a long rest? It is considered a long rest. I'm growing. Mm -hmm. uh, Captain, uh, I've, I've got some, I feel like I have some bad news. I've, <clears throat> the, the, I don't think there's any way around the storm. I think the, the Leviathan is in the storm. If you look in the water, you'll, and I think there's a, a trail of some of its icker leads back towards the storm. So I think, the, I think that's where the objective is. My cat-like eyes have the... They see the sun, so they shrink. I'm very tired. My hair is all out of place. I said, "Okay, like always, I trust your advice. I just wish you could come a little bit later in the day, but I'll take it. Let's rally up everyone and get ready to go." Oh, well, well, I'm just saying we need to get ready. And then. As he goes, I close the door and then go to take a nap again. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going back. I'm going back to a nap. Uh, there's, uh, there's unless there's anyone for third watch. I need. To, I still need to finish my long rest. I kind of uh -huh. like roll out of your uh, out of your covers, and you you just notice that I was randomly there, and I yell at him. Bring us some. Why slop. are you in my bed? Just tell him to bring us some slop. How did you get here? Don't worry. I am already far away from this situation. All right, so the morning, uh, the morning does roll through, and the ship is just rolling listlessly. No wind. No wind. And it's also rolling listlessly because at night you roll up the sails. So we can't. We're not even moving because there's no. Nobody's at the helm. Right. All right. Well, let's gather everyone up to the deck. Get up. Bells, whatever. Everyone, get up. All right. So the three, uh, the three communal members have uh, gotten up, and they're all standing on the deck. They seem to be rested enough. Frederick's a little, uh, Frederick's a little green, but rested well enough. How are you and holding up for the night? I've never slept on a. I've never slept so interestingly. <laughs> That you got some sleep. I think I did. <laughs> Next time, try the crow's nest. Uh, I might. It's a lot cooler up there. Yeah, I think I will. Does everybody else make it up to the? Why don't you do it? <clears throat> yeah, why don't you do it? Right, Shut up, Edge. <laughs> All right, uh, fellow crew, crew, fellow crewmates. Uh, I have reason to believe that there, that the Leviathan that we're hunting is actually towards the storm that we are, where we waited last night. So we'll we'll be set, we'll be tacking toward uh, towards that. Uh, we'll 
SP, uh, will be on our general quarters and be ready, uh, be ready to act uh, on it as soon as we start seeing anything amiss. I want everybody sharp uh, yeah, because it will, everybody that's come that's come into contact with this Leviathan didn't see it coming. We're we're the only ones that will that will be seeing it coming. So well, that is the one advantage we have. So. Uh, so we'll be banning the cannon. We'll be banning the cannons, and we'll be we'll, we'll be ready to uh, get. Uh, well, first we need to uh, uh, open the sails and uh, and get uh, and get the ship uh, moving towards the sh towards our towards our objective. Is that clear? Dibs in the cannon. Good. Hi. Frederick actually is gonna take the cannon. There's there's, there's many cannons. There's like, there's cannons for everybody. I want two cannons. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Dibs. Each person under their orders, head out, and your crewmates take over the ship, get it moving if we can. Do you do you pilot the ship? Yes. Alright, so you issue out the oh, orders. Using the sails. Okay. Yes. The the sails unfurl at your command. They pick up the they pick up the breeze and they billow into it. And as you're uh, as you're issuing out the orders, you notice that as the ship is cutting a direct line following the trail. The icker that you've been following, as it slops up onto the ship, onto the ship from the sides, it does not come back down. It almost seems to be sort of painting the ship in its own little brackish, dark, just almost ooze of sorts. But it does seem to, uh, as you keep following it, the. Stream that you are following seems to get more and more narrower, as if it has not been dissipated by the water. Um, since you were at the bow and you are uh, you are taking the uh, you are taking the lead on being the eyes of the thing, go ahead and roll me a perception. Twenty-seven. All right. So as the boat starts to kick up into more of the uh, into more of the waves, you do spot. You, you look around and you see that there's a lot of blue, but you see where the black just stays. It does not go any, it does not go in any other direction. It seems to just be stopped right there. Okay, um, so I'm gonna activate my eerie token. All right. And, cause she's all the way in the back of the ship. All right. I'm just gonna be like, hey, Tara, I see, I see a big black spot right ahead of us. What do you want us to do? Head towards it. That's what we're here it. for. To fight right. this monster. Let's go. Full sail ahead. I'm ready for it. All right. So as you uh, roll yourself closer into the into the spot, the ship seems to struggle to cut in more and more. And as you reach kind of towards the center of the spot, the ship itself. All the wind around it, the sails go flat. Oh. All of the wind around it seems to have died down, and the ship is just listless and rocking. I need everyone to roll me a perception check. Here we go. Thirteen. Close. Close. Thirteen. Thirteen. Eleven. Eleven. Twenty-three. 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 So the two of you don't so much see it as you hear thing you hear splashing around the uh around the boat i need everybody to roll me a dexterity save there we go. Oh, what is 
Alright, so <laughs> because you are close enough to uh, to her, you can go Ten. ahead and try to roll me a dexterity uh, save to catch her. Ten. Ten? Alright. Well, you are at the wheel, so there is, I don't think, uh, is anybody else at the helm with you? No, just me. Okay. Twelve. So, as you are all hearing the sounds of everything, the ship violently lurches over towards the port side. Jo- uh, Jonathan, Frederick, and uh, Loctar all grab a hold of different parts of the rope that they were holding onto. You are flung from the off to the side, just barely able to be grabbed from the back of your shirt by uh, by him. You are thrown off of the wheel as you uh, as you land and take uh, as you land on the floor with a solid thunk. As everybody starts recovering from the ship, listless being thrown this way, you spot several tentacles slither up from the side of the ship. Everybody has secured them. As the Leviathan drops, and you hear just splash, splash, splash as all as three of these tentacles wrap themselves around the side of the ship Everyone and start grab onto pulling the ropes. it. I, just remember, I, just I need the ropes. everyone to roll me initiative. <laughs> All right, so I need everybody to roll me initiative. And we're just going to go this way. 25 to 20. 25. 25? 22. All right. So, Edge, you got a 22. Vanta, you got a 25. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, 25. Okie dokie. So, 20 to 15. 18. 18. And you? 19. 19. All right. So that's everybody. So, um, so and you, Nico? Uh, I'm, I'm down at a cool 10. Cool 10. Okie dokies. So, Vanta. The tentacles are starting to climb over the, uh, are starting to climb over the railing and they look, as you see, each of the tentacles have several suctions, suction cups with them, but also there seems to be also spikes. Uh, that run along the uh, that run along the side. It is your turn. I want to first check: Is Grisalia okay? Grisalia is okay. You have kept her from falling overboard. Okay. I will just simply unsheath my uh, cutlass. All right. Move over to the railing where I'm assuming the tentacles are like actually like. They're right trying there. to actively. They're, trying they're, to they're actively coming over. I'll I'll hold my action for like a two turns before I swing to get okay. the action. That'll be it. All right, so, Edge. After we witnessed that the strongest crew member on the ship is... Uh, uh, Grisilia. I make an eye at her, and I'm like, it's go time. And I start singing, I start strumming my guitar, and I'm like... Mermaider, 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 mermaider. All right. And then, yeah. Okie dokies. Is that your turn? And uh, yeah, that's it. That's, that's a bonus, I believe. 
It is a bonus action to give Bardic Inspiration. That's a bonus action. I still have an action, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay, then I would like you to You are still at the, at the bow of the ship, though. Okay. Um, can I cast a Mage Hand to go ahead and, like, just keep a hold of, like, the, um, the wheel so that, um, our captain I got, can I got that. I got that. I got that. I mean, you can if you want. The, the mage hand is the the mage hand is strong enough that it can keep the ship steady, but it's not going to be able to do any any turns. Then I would like to load a cannon and get ready. So the cannons are preloaded. Okay. Both of the harpoons are preloaded as well. Okay. Uh, then can I just run to one of the harpoons and try to like hold it down? Sure. So you wish to shoot it? Yeah. You wish to approach? I got it. I got it. I got it. This harpoon, you can turn it this way and go ahead and roll to hit. Plus six. Plus, yes. Plus six? It is a plus six range attack. 20. 20. So the harpoon fires off and strikes true. The rope uh, the rope pulls taut as the uh, the Leviathan doesn't make any noise, but you do see a spurt of blackish blood come out of the uh, come out of the body of it. We're in this north and girls, let's go. Alright. Tara, what is it that you do? I'm going to recover from my really bad fall. Alright, so and that will take half your movement to stand back up. Okay. Um, and then I am going to... My spirit totem, is that like a bonus? Let's see. It, it should be. It should be. Uh, spirit totems are a bonus action. Bonus yes. action? Okay, so I'm going to use my spirit totem to bring about... Um, instead of a hawk, it's going to be a cheetah. Alright. And the hawk does, uh, advantages on attack versus a target in the aura. Okay, yep. So you can have advantage on melee attacks against the, uh, against the Leviathan. Yeah, one, the aura, allies, and I gain advantage on wisdom perception checks. Alright. Okay, and then I am going to cast water breathing on my crewmates. Okay. Which is allows them for 24 hours to breathe underwater. All right. How many? It's 10. So everyone, I think, I think we only got 10. Correct. Yeah, four, five and three and, and Yeah, three. so everyone yeah. breathes underwater if we fall. And I say it, I have, you guys are fine if you fall underwater. Be careful. This is what we came here for. Let's do our best and let's live to the end of the day. Alrighty. Okay. Hi, Captain. So, Priscilla. Alright, as Gracilia's kind of like getting her bearings, um, because uh, Monte like grabbed her shirt to keep her from falling overboard, Right. Um, I'm guessing the Leviathan would have kind of like made the ship kind of veer it, to the side a little it bit. It lists a little bit to the side, but it has not started actively trying to pull it hard enough that okay. you, it was mostly just the initial strike that knocked things around. Alright, so after the initial strike, would I be about where my miniature is? Yeah, you would right, be about right. where your miniature is. Um, okay, so I would like to kind of like pull my battle axe and my hand axe out. All right. Um, and uh, the tentacles that are now like coming on. The uh huh. There are three of them that are that are crawling over. All right, I'll take a swing at uh, two of them for now. All right, so go ahead and uh, swing at the first one. So, for those of you that do not know, at this table we run a thing called the Die of Judgment. 
Natural ones are not necessarily automatic failures with the intent of harming the players. Natural ones at this table are for either A, and hilarity ensues, or B, other happenstance that happens to it. We let the die of judgment decide. Interesting. Hmm. Nice. All right, so you try to swing with both of them at the same time, and as you slam into it, you hear the solid thunk. As you uh, as you slam into the railing, but you nick the uh, you nick one of the tentacles just enough that the tentacle reacts, and the Leviathan uses one of its legendary actions to uh, in response to grapple you. I need you to make me a uh, a DC to escape. So it's going to be an acrobatics or an athletics DC to try to escape. All right. So the tentacle, as it grabs you, it wraps its, it just wraps all the way around you, squeezing you in your uh, in your stomach, and you watch as Priscilla is lifted whole bodily from the ship I, and is now floating in the air. Um, I don't think this is how it's gonna work out. I'm gonna use one of my chrono ships to have her re-roll that. All right, so you uh, so we'll roll roll it again. Oh, okay. Is it athletics or acrobatics? It is. It is athletics. Yeah. Oh, okay. And so since you chrono shift, you chrono shifted the last happenstance. So this is her check to uh, keep for the grapple. Yeah, so yeah, for the grapple. For the grapple. Yeah. Of course. Don't tell me. No, the natural one. Oh. Again. Again. Yes. For the first roll, she meant athletics, but she chose acrobatics, and she has a plus six in athletics. So I'm not gonna change anything. Either way, it's it still like, an outlaw. It's all bad. It's all bad. Die of judgment. Oh my gosh. When it really counts, Priscilla sucks. Uh, all right, that's a 13. Okay. So, because of the fact that you failed your grapple check, you are lifted whole bodily. You feel the the barbs and stingers pierce into you. I need you to roll me a Constitution saving throw. Can I swing from my uh, held action at this point? You can? Um, eight. Eight. So you take five points of poison damage, and you are thrown. As the tentacle lifts you up and throws you from port to starboard into the water. Oh. It's still my action. Or it's still my turn. It is still your turn okay. as you are flying through the air. I am going to use my. Sorry. Okay. So I'm going to use my gift of chromatic dragon reactive resistance to make myself resistant to poison damage. Okay. So that means you take two points of poison damage. As you are still flying through the air. It's my turn. Into the green. Uh, I got 20 on my hit. On your hit? Yeah. Okay. So you uh you swing and you strike true and you cut into the thicker part of the leviathan's tentacle um as you pull your blade through some of the blood starts to pull around it but it's still able to get the throw off just a little bit weaker 
Okay. Instead of being thrown 40 feet, you were thrown, you were thrown 15 feet and you land 10 feet off of the, uh, off of the starboard side into the water. But you, as you surface, you realize you are uh, a lot closer to the to the boat than you thought you were going to be. Sweet. Okay. Seven point slashing. Seven point slashing. All right. <laughs> so, Nico, it is your turn. You've used your reaction to Chrono Shift, right? Yeah, that was yeah, that was reaction. So I have my. Uh huh. You still, yep. You have all of it back. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I said uh, to secure as an as a full action. Correct. Damn it. The, 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 I mean, I gotta, I'll, I gotta go. Uh, I gotta help. Uh, I gotta help girl here. I'll, I'll run out. Uh, uh, I, I, so if you want, yeah. I'm guessing you're gonna try to dive overboard and collect no, I'm her. Not di- I'm not diving. I'm gonna cast levitate on. Okay. Yeah, that's the. Um, yeah, I can't. I don't have. I, I don't have. I don't have full fly, but I can get these get you. Uh, or maybe if, if you're close enough, maybe you can instead do uh, spider climb. Let me see what, what level spider climb is. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're you're how you you're you're like ten feet from the water. Have I seen that right? Correct. So, you're about ten feet from the water. So yeah, because levitate will levitate will get you on the boat. You have, you basically have a bunch of you have a bunch of climb. I'll. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look over the other side, I'll pull, I'll pull up my wand, it's like, climb up! And uh, cast by, uh, cast spider climb uh, on you so you can climb up on right. the ship. Sounds good. And with that, there's the Leviathan's turn. Oh, oh uh, bonus action, bonus action hide. Bonus action hide? Yeah. All right, go ahead and roll uh, to hide. 19. Okie dokie. So, the Leviathan's tentacles, the one that has been hit, slams back onto the back onto the deck, and it just blindly whips around. Go ahead and roll me a dexterity check to try to dodge it. Heck yeah. Let me get a nice uh, 17. 17. So you uh, you duck down low enough as it runs its uh, runs its tentacle across the railing, but as it does, it reaches the main mast, and it starts to it just hits it with just the tip, and it starts to wrap its way around the main mast. With that, you also see. Is that next to uh, Jonathan? Correct. Okay. Correct. It is uh, next to. This one or this one? Yeah, that's. So yeah, that's Frederick. Okay. That's Lockhart and that's Jonathan. Okay, good. So as the uh, as the tentacle starts wrapping its way around, it just kind of slowly starts to pull. You feel it starts to try to pull the way through. The uh, the second tentacle, as it goes ahead and slams, it misses you as it just. <laughs> and then the third tentacle. Tries to follow its way up the uh, up the rope that you had fired, and it too slaps against the railing. And as it slams, it takes off parts of the wood that is part of the railing, but you are too far away for it to reach. So we're back up to the top of the initiative. Okay. 
I'm gonna uh, maneuver next to Jonathan. All right. And within five feet, swing or try to uh, poke the uh, no, yeah, slash on the uh, the tentacle. Hopefully for advantage. He's five feet next to me. Correct. Okay. Cool. I got a. That'll be a plus six, so twenty to hit. Twenty does hit. Can can I recon the spider climb back to levitate? I just sure. I just read it, I just read the ability. Like you go, you can go up twenty feet and to another twenty feet with an action, so that'll actually get you on board faster. Still second level spell. Okay. Uh, six points slashing on top of ten points on this All right. So there's a sixteen. So all right. So you. Cut into it, and because of the fact that it is not expecting you to do so, you cut into it enough that as it reacts, you cut through and uh, leave a arm's length of the Leviathan's tentacle as it flops to the ground and starts convulsing. The tentacle itself draws back as it uh, as it removes itself from the mass. Disgusting. And I'll take a bonus action to dodge. All right. Ricochet and dash to you. Edge. What is it that you do? So I would like to step back a bit, get a little bit far away from the railing. All right. Um, and I point at it. I'm going to cast Hex. Uh, uh, that's just point at it. That's I'm going to strum my guitar. And I say, this song goes out to the next. This song goes out to that bastard over there in the water. It's called We Hate You. Please stop. And I start playing the guitar. What do I roll for? Uh, 20? Uh, D20? So, Hex automatically hex applies. Hex just happens. Okay. And then, uh, the... Next time you hit it, you're not. Uh, I, uh, yeah. I got some other stuff that I can help with. But, uh, it says, uh, it, it, t- it has a disadvantage on chosen ability checks. So, is that my choice? Yeah. Yes. Uh, can it have a disadvantage on dexterity checks? Sure. Okay. It can have disadvantage on dexterity checks. Okay. And then um, I would like to go and attack the tentacle that's on the edge as my bonus action. So you want to move back to the railing to attack it? Yeah, with... Um, was it my psychic blades? All right. So you go ahead and step back towards it. And you go ahead and swing. <laughs> And then it's like, Blaze is like, what's that, my uh, charisma check? 16. 16 does not actually hit. You channel your psychic blades and you cut into it. And as you cut into it, you just don't have enough oomph to break through the skin. But it uses it, it uses a legendary action to. Let's see, let's see what I'm to I need you to roll me an uh, athletics check as it grapples you. And that's a 20. All right, so it rips the hold of you and you're able to break the grip of it, but some of the nettles, some of the stingers still grip into you. I need you to roll me a con save. That's a nine. You take five points of uh, poison damage. As the uh, as the venom starts working its way into your arm, starting to leave the same type of wealth that you saw on uh, Rock. Okay. But you are not grappled, so that is a positive. Okay. So is that your turn? Uh, I would like to uh, kind of. Do I, I still got movement? A little bit of movement. Yeah. 
Uh, can I move like far back to the? You want to move to the other side? The other cannon, yeah. Okie dokies. So right here. Yeah. All right. Tara, it is your turn. I am going to. Like you're at the you're at the helm in the back. Yeah. So I'm gonna get. Where are you at? Uh, I'm I'm over on the side. Uh, he is on the starboard side by uh by Grisilla. Grisilla trying to pull her back. And she's actually 20 feet up in the air when I cast a spell. Are you All reachable? Right. Can I reach him? Uh, you. Wait, wait, reach me. No, I'm just wondering, like it's a possible. What's your movement speed? Or like at least, uh, can I shout to him? You can shout to him. Yeah. Okay. So and I'm it's gonna, a free action to shout. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna shout to you. I said. They clank me, protect the teeth, I'm a little wild shape into a giant sea eel, and go overboard to go fight. Okie dokie, so you are in the water with the Leviathan. Correct. Okay. So it is the the tentacle is running its way up the rope. Okay. So it's 2d10. So I got a clamp down on the clamp down on the tentacle, and as you do, you realize that the hide of this leviathan is a lot tougher than you originally made it out to be. And so, with that, though, you do trigger its reaction. And what is your giant eel's uh, AC? Fourteen. All right. You are slippery enough that as you bite onto it, it tries to wrap its uh, ten, its tentacle around you. You slide between between the uh, gaps in the thing and manage to make it uh, make your way out of its reach. Cresselia, you are now levitating and floating, almost eye to eye with Nico. All right. You are covered in some sort of pitch. I would like to make a vertical leap from 10 feet away the ship through the air onto the ship. All right, you are uh, you are close enough that I will not make you roll for it. All right. So you are back on the ship. Ooh. A little uh, a little worse for wear, but you are standing right next to Nico. You do see that uh, you do see Vanta as he is uh, looking down at the tentacle that is writhing. And you do see that there are multiple tentacles that are creeping their way across the uh, across the railing. All right. Um, how much movement do I have left? After your ten foot leap, you still have your uh, you still have how much left in your movement that you have? Um, okay. Ah, welcome back. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have like twenty five left. So. All right. Um, I will like 
take a running start, um, run up to one of the tentacles, yeah, you and swing my bell last. Because this girl will not quit. Alright, so you go ahead and take a swing at the battle axe. These are all horrible. The less horrible uh, okay, okay. Um, that's gonna be a twenty-two. The twenty-two does hit. You uh, you managed to lodge your uh, lodge your axe into one of them. Alrighty, and a little damage. That's gonna be thirteen. Okay. And that's my um. First attack. Right. Two, and the second I'll take a swing with my hand axe. Okie dokies. And that one's only gonna be a nine, so. Yay. So you're filled with this just anger, and you lodge that axe in the first time, and you go to try to lodge the axe in the second time, and you realize that you're just a little too angry and overshoot your uh, overshoot your shot. The Leviathan, in response, withdraws the tentacle, but as it does so, you finally get to take a look at what is truly from in the gaping maw. As the webbing of its mouth opens up and you see the beak, and you hear just this, and you see the, you see the mouth start to convulse a little bit as it lobs a gob of just black ichor into the sky. Everybody that looks up into the sky and sees this start to fall, go ahead and roll me a dexterity saving throw. It's in the water, so I'm Dodge will help you with that. Like it's like an advantage? It's advantage. Oh. Does that affect me, I'm in the water? Uh, no, it does not affect you. So As you try to take cover from the uh, from the bombardment above. It's got a. It's a, got disadvantage on dex. Do we get advantage? You do not get advantage on dexterity save or for it. Okay. It is if it tries to take a dexterity save. Okay. Okay. I got seven. Twenty-one. Fourteen. Twenty-one. Seven. Seven. I get my advantage. Uh, Twenty-four is my better one. Twenty-four. Okie dokies. So. You can do dodges bonus. Yeah. I'm a pro. Well, uh, oh, pirate rope. Pirate rope, yeah, it's fine. I don't, because I, I don't have that. I, was, I wanted to do the As everybody is taking cover, and you look up, you realize as you go to try to take cover, there's nowhere to take cover for where you're at. Mm-hmm. So you, as everybody is taking cover, all of the spots for all the masks are now, they get coated in this just black, viscous ink. As the ink starts falling, you try to like, do this to hold up and you just still get hit and as you're covered some of the ink starts to come into your eyes and you are uh, blinded for the round. My eyes are <laughs> you, you are blinded until you're able to clear, clear your eyes. Is that, is an action? And it takes an action to do so. Okay. Um, with that we are now in Nico's turn. Uh, well, I look around I I see. Uh, I see your cover in your eyes. Well, if I can help you with that, um, I think my best bet is to actually shoot the damn thing. Oh, uh, well, I'll survey w- real quick to see if, like, if it's uh, uh, if anyone actually needs help. I see you, you need help, but I don't think I. Help, but, uh, I'll be most helpful actually blasting this thing. I'll I'll run to the the cannon uh, midships there and and take a shot at. Uh, so this one. Yeah. Alright, so with its gaping uh with its gaping maw open, you can go ahead and fire into it. Get some! 
13. You misjudge how far away it is, yeah. and you also, as you fire, the ship rocks a little bit more from the uh, from the recoil, and you land it into the water in front of it. Son of a bitch. Yeah, uh, you want me bonus action to re- recharge it? It is a full action to do so. Yeah, but, uh, uh, let me see. Tell the crewmates to do it. Yeah. Well, you can shout at the crewmates to yeah, do so. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely get uh, Lothar, I think. All right, so you can go ahead and get Lothar to start reloading it. He manages his way back through and yeah. he this is not the first time he has been under siege so he reloads it and he takes his turn yeah oh uh i'll bonus action hide back to hide all right huh? yeah well behind mast okay okie dokies so with that the the leviathan still is sneaking its way, its tentacle up towards you, Edge, and it slams blindly, and it misses as well. You're just too trying to work your way through it, and you shimmer, you shimmy over one side as it slams into the other. It goes and swings with its uh, with its second hit, and it misses as well. And for its third hit, it swings at you, reacting to the, uh, reacting to it, your axe attack. Mm-hmm. And that one really hits. So. Do, 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 do. It's not a, am I allowed to know if it's a critical hit? <laughs> I just chrono shifted. Fuck it. Okay. You, you want to chrono shift it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't that like look, the sound of that. Did like, uh, not like the sound of that. That is the same. That is the same look I had when I when I hit you. Yeah. I mean, this is why we call him the unhinged DM. Uh-huh. All right. So. Yeah. It. Uh, after you, as you start seeing the, uh, as you start seeing it come down, you reach into your arcane and you push out your mental state, and it's just enough that you instinctively take one step the wrong one step the right way and you watch as the tentacle slams right down in front of you caving in part of the bo- part of the part of the deck Back at the top of the initiative, Vanta, what is it that you do? Um, is there any tentacles next to Grisalia? There is a tentacle next to Grisalia that had landed right at her feet. Yeah, from the, the okay, the cave moment. I'm gonna rush towards it and take right. a swing at it. Go for it. Uh, yeah, plus seven, so 25 to hit. All right, so 25 hits. Tight, tight, tight. Uh, and I will do just a measly. Eight points slashing damage. All right. Together with ten points of sneak attack damage. Okie dokies. And I will take a bonus action to dodge, just in case, because I'm like right next to it. And I will scream to either Jonathan Lothar, please uh, just keep reloading the the cannonballs. All right. So as you uh, as you take your bonus action to dodge, mm-hmm. it you cut into it. The yeah. tentacle, the the tip of the tentacle falls off and. Oh rattles itself around. In reaction to it, it's going to take its legendary action to... I need you to roll me a uh, athletics check. Dang. Alright. As the, as the tentacle 
from convulsing, grabs a hold of your ankle and gains purchase. Could I do an acrobatics to dodge it? No, because it has grabbed you. Could it, could it, it actually got me, okay. Ooh, here I go. Uh, ooh, okay, 19. 19. So, as the, uh, as the stingers leap, latch into you, go ahead and roll me a con save. Oh, so good. Um, the totem, are we still? You're still under the effect of the totem. What is the totem Everyone doing? Is, it's, uh, you get an advantage on attack if you're in the aura. Of yeah, the so you get an advantage to attack it. Oh, period. I don't even, okay, I don't yes. even need it. Wait, like all of us? Yes. Everyone within it, so you have an advantage. Including the cannons? Wait, so you like can the roll? So retroactive, or from now on, we will include the cannons. Uh, 16. 16. So you so, can re-roll your d20? On advantage, yes. You take three Let's points of uh, poison damage as you pull your leg away from it as if it was trying to wrap around there's you. A, go. There's, 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 there's a specific aura, but it's a specific range. You take three points of damage. As a reaction, I can grant as a as a reaction as a reaction. Well, it's not for everything, everybody. As a as a reaction, she has to spend a reaction to do it. So only she only gets one reaction per round. Okay. It's not for everything. Do I get to do a continue dodge on this? You can. Okay. So I do. You want to round up or down? Uh, go ahead and round up. Okay. So I take two points of damage. Sure. Or yeah, two points of damage. Yeah. All right. Edge, you are temporarily blinded as the ink is uh, consu- is bringing you into a darkness that you've only heard about in your songs. Too dark, it's darkest, the blackest black times of family. And then I'm gonna use an action to remove it. All right, so you wipe your uh, you wipe your hands across your eyes, and you do start to see clear enough. And as you look down, you see just. Your hands are covered in this pitch. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and grab the other harpoon cannon. All right. Can I shoot the Leviathan with it? You want to try to shoot the starboard one over onto the port side? Crap. Yeah. So, that will actually not work because of the way that the angles are set. The Leviathan is still underneath enough that you won't be able to do so. Okay. Yeah. But, and the one that has the... The the one right there is still attached into the Leviathan. Can I can I possibly try to see with this harpoon? I can kind of get it to like shift sides over here, so I can so you can be in front of the mass. So to get it to go in front of the mass will actually take a piloting. Uh, it'll have to be ship. Uh, ship movement. Yeah. Okay. Um, Stand the cannon or or, or shoot it or shoot, shoot it yourself. The Bless you. Okay, so then I'm gonna go ahead and um, go up to the. No, I'm gonna cast um, Mage Hand. All right. And then I'm gonna get it to go ahead and steer the keep like uh, steer the the ship. Okay. Because our captain is like off being a superhero in the water. All right. And uh, can I ship the the ship? It'll take a couple of turns to get it to shift all the way through. Okay. Because you are trying to maneuver it in still water. Okay. So, um, so that was my action, bonus action, and then can I get, then can I move up to the uh, crow's nest? You want to move up to the crow's nest? Yes. All right, so because you're trying to move up to the crow's nest while the ship is actively being attacked, I'll have you roll an acrobatics check to get up there. Um, That is a 25. All right, you are able to get up there, and you see down, 
And as you are looking down, you see the gaping maw and the beak. All right. All right. So that is Edge's turn. Tara, you are in the middle of the water, surrounded by a series of tentacles. Yes. Um, do I have accessibility to his eye? Um, go ahead and roll me a perception because it is very inky in here. Okay, I have enough. I think I'm really like my. I'm really perceptive. You can be I have really perceptive. Yeah, I think you get to keep your. your you you your get to keep stats. your mental stats. Yeah, mental stats. Don't, don't worry about those. Oh, uh, I can use the, my own. Yeah, your your mental stats are still your own. So your perception, your insight, and everything else is still. Yeah. Any, anything that's uh, any athletics, acrobatics, that kind of thing, you go to the okay. EO, but so you can use your. Ooh. Okay, can we count that? Yeah. Okay, so. It's a plus. 24. Yeah. All right, so you are able to find one of the eyes. Okay. It is as large as most dinner plates that you've seen. And you see the iris and the pupil wildly spinning around as it's trying to figure out what's going on. And it does seem to focus on the ship itself. I'm going to bite. You're going right to bite the, the eye. eye. Right on the eye. All right, go ahead and... Uh, Roll to attack. Tastes like energy. That, that, that has to. It's a plus four, so that's a 23. Yes, yeah, it's 23. Okay, 23 hits. Go ahead and roll damage. That is two d10. Mm-hmm. Plus four. So one's a nine, and one's a five. Plus two. So each one? Uh, so no, total. total. Okay, so. 16? Sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen. All right. So you. Uh, Does that do anything for him? Like because it is his eye. Give me just a second. So you bite into it, um, and just as you bite into it, the you hit all the soft jelly-like bits of the eye, and it thrashes around in pain, and it completely just closes its eye tightly, and you can still see black ichor and blood start to eek out. It tries to uh, it tries to swing at you, but because it is blinded, it is yep, it is with disadvantage, and it does not hit. It completely misses as it uh, as it's blindly firing. Let's go, Because you know what's happening. <laughs> I see a bang. Yeah, actually, you can see through you. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. true, you can see. Alright, so with that, though, because it is now, because it is now sensed that there is something else in here that is under the water. The kraken is going, or the uh, leviathan is going to use its next legendary action, and as you bite into it, it reacts and just you see this just blackness bloom out of it. I need you. To roll me a... I have dark vision as a Neo. Dark vision is not going to work in this because it is not so much dark as it is obscuring. So you are able to move around blindly as it is, but any attack against the the Leviathan while underwater and surrounded by the ink is going to be made at disadvantage because now you're just blindly biting in the dark. All right, so that is actually a very strong hit. So, Gracilia, 
You uh, you watch as the Leviathan thrashes and squirms and just a giant pool of ink expands from it, almost as if it is uh, as if it has been hit critically from some sort of thing and just is almost looking like it's bleeding. Priscilla um, sees that and it like kind of like encourages her to like try to. You're still levitating. You can get in there. Really, um, cut deep. So she's gonna take like a leaping jump off, and luckily she is levitate, and she's gonna like kind of run screaming and swing her axe. <laughs> You're gonna swing your axe at the maw, or are you gonna swing your axe at one of the tentacles? Um, at the maw. I'm, I'm, I'm going for the body. I'm the mouth area. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I guess I'll go for the mouth. You want to go for the mouth? Yeah. I feel like that's probably, okay. there's a weak spot. So, you go, ahead and, you, you go ahead and jump and swing at the mouth. All right. How well does levitation work? Yeah. You can't catch her if she's falling, correct? I mean, she's, yeah, she's, I can Would spend I... an action to raise her 20 feet. Like, so, I mean, let me look at, well, that's I'll look at the full, I'm going to look at the full word. It's not like uh, like feather fall. Right. That's. And she, I don't think she can do it herself. Right. So she's um, we're dipping in the mouth. All right. And I'm seeing this happening. Um, that is going to be a nineteen. All right. Target can oh you you can push the uh, the target can move only by uh, no only the whole thing. One creature, loose object of your choice, uh, rises vertically up to twenty feet and remains suspended there for the duration. The spell can levitate a target that weighs up to five hundred pounds. The target can move only by pushing or pulling against a fixed object, but, uh, which allows it to move as if it were climbing. You can change the you can change the target to include altitude by up to twenty feet in any direction on your turn. If you're on a target, uh, otherwise you can use your action to move the target, which what's remain within the spell's range. So I use my I have to use my action to move you. Well, because of the fact that she has launched herself off of the off of the thing, and more than one action has happened to do so, she is now firmly on feet, and your levitation has not been activated yes. on her. Okay, so I just spend an action to. All right, all right. I guess I'm diving into its mouth. All right. So, and you rolled a 19 to hit. Okay, so go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Through the fire and the flames. Good thing. Um, that is going to be 8 damage. 8 into the damage. Okay. All right, and so. And I have that going, I'm also going to, like, pull my other hand axe and try and slash into its mouth. All right. Do you want to try to slash it, or do you want to try to, like, use both of them to slide down and stop your fall? Oh, okay, yeah, that's a great idea. So can it be, like, simultaneous? It can. All right, so I'll make the other attack uh, that's gonna be a twenty-four. All right, that hits. Nice. All right, and then the damage. Uh, that is nine. Okay. So, as you do this, you leap out there. Time seems to pause for just the moment as you let out your battle cry. You start, t- you start plummeting, land both the strikes into it. Everything bursts in a geyser of blood and you start sliding down and your axes catch into two of, the, uh, two of the teeth. And you look up and you realize that the mouth is closing. 
guess. So Leviathan clo- uses its reaction to close its mouth around you. Fun. You look up, and the last shreds of daylight close and cut off from you. Oh dear. As the last, uh, as those things do so, you feel, you feel the mouth, the maw itself start to push against you and squeeze. Some of the teeth start to pierce your uh, pierce your exposed flesh and you take seven points of damage from uh, from just straight piercing damage and then I need you to roll me a con save for the poison. Okay. that you still because of your half your resistance to poison you only take a quarter of it so you take one point of poison damage but you start to you start to suffocate as the uh as the air itself is being squeezed not only out of you but out of the area in the mall um can i use my action surge to I don't know if this would work, but like maybe use my scimitar to to like kind of jam it open so that I'm not going to be crushed. I will let you, I will let you use your action surge and one of your, if you're going to use your scimitar to do so, you have to, because you are wielding two axes, you will have to use one of your actions to draw the scimitar and then use the, the other action to try to sit there and give yourself enough of a gap around it. Give yourself a gap. I can get you out if you give yourself a gap. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. All right, so you it's tight, but you're able to pull the scimitar out, and you're pushing against everything. Go ahead and roll me an athletics check All right. to try to give yourself a little bit of breathing room. Uh, All right, so you push yourself out enough breathing room, and you take a big breath and it's filled with salty air, salt water, the mucus. You can still smell the bile from it firing off of its, uh, firing off its thing. And it is still pushing, like crushing into you. And it looks like it is pushing into the scimitar as well. And the scimitar is cutting into it, but you do have yourself enough breathing room. All right, right, Nico, you watch as Gracilia whole bodily throws themselves into the thing, arms swung wide, lands, and gets swallowed. And it's just like, and um, I'm looking like, can you, can you, can you make some room there? And like, she like, she makes a little Yep, you can see just a little, you can see not so much the whole, you can't see a hole forming, but you can see kind of like, almost like the gullet just 
expand just a little bit and you can see where she's at okay. from the struggling. That was sick. Oh, oh, oh levitate her back. Oh, levitate her back out. Use my action to levitate her. You're going to use your action to levitate her. No, I don't think that's a good idea. There's no hole big enough. So that's what I was trying to establish. It's not big enough to get no. her out. If you were to try to levitate her, she would get dragged across all of the teeth mm. that are around it. Okay, well, that's... I'm in such a situation. I'm in such a situation. can you levitate? Like, uh, 20 feet. But, I mean, the, the problem is that it's, there's, not enough, uh, it's not the, it's, there's not enough room to get her open. I'm just going to uh, get a... Get a kind of, oh, first get, I'll first get uh, Fred, uh, Frederick. It's like, you can't... Uh, Shoot the damn thing! This is this is your moment. All right, so Frederick uh, kind of kind of gets over his shell shock about all of the carnage that is going on, and he real remembers his duty. And he's just like, ah, ah, ah. and he grabs the lighting stick and he tries to he shakily trying to aim it, and he hits the he hits the the fuse to strike it. Okay, is it aimed? And the shot. Hits. Yeah, go Frederick. As the shot hits. This is your conscience. You see, he doesn't hit any of the gullet, but the cannonball hits it square in what you can guess to be the chest of it. And as it hits, you see it lodge into it and just blood starts to just ooze out of the wound. And with that, the Leviathan is going to take its next reaction. And it's, you, the tentacles that are still up, you hear it start to latch on and just pull. The entire ship starts pulling starboard or starts pulling port as it seems to be almost less trying to break it, more trying to capsize Mm. the ship itself. Everybody starts to lean as the ship starts uh, starts listing that way. Well, I still have my action. Correct. So I'll I'll take that to probably shoot it. Is there's any anything smarter before I shoot before I take my shot at it? Yeah, with the cannon. That's fine. Can your levitation kind of like work as a turning the ship mechanic so that it? No, it's not. It's targeting her. It's it's only for her. But but yeah, but I'm holding concentration on that, and I'll just I'll I'll shoot I'll. I'll shoot it. Uh, I don't know if shooting at the mall will be safe, but yeah, I'll, if I can get it, if I can shoot it, get a shot at the mall, maybe get a, maybe get the burst. Of, uh, maybe if I, I make it. I'm trying to make it opening for her. That's You're gonna part. shoot at the mall. Yeah. No, he wants to shoot at the mall. <laughs> okay, I'll make the, let me go ahead. No, no, you said you're gonna shoot at the mall. I'm shooting at the mall. Oh, here we go. Oh my. Remember, you got your plus. The, it's the plus six to hit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, God. Where were you, Larry? That's a miss. Nico, what are you doing? It's a, it's a 12. Roll me a 20. Oh, Two. Roll me your cannon's damage. Oh, God. Doing. Is that like a 3D thing? Uh, the cannon is 2D10. 2D10. 2D10s. Okay. No, because it is attacking something as a siege mechanic. Oh, yeah. Oh, so this is the, uh, yeah, this, the, uh, what's it called? It's, it's gargantuan? Siege, yeah, it's gargantuan. Yeah. Oh, 40-10. What is it? It's 40-10 plus it's, what? It's 40-10. Just straight 40-10. Okay. Uh, 
Six and nine, six and five. So 26. Bright, blindingly red pain erupts through you. As the cannon hits the maw, tears through the maw, and tears into Grisilia. So you said how much damage? 26. With that, you actually, you fire, and in response, all of the tentacles go slack. As you are still, as the moth starts filling with salt water and starts sinking, as you've killed the Leviathan with her still in it. (laughs) 26 points of damage. I mean, I tell, uh, all I want to do, all I want to do is levitate her out of there. With that, though, because the Leviathan <laughs> is sinking, you are still trapped and entangled in the maw, and the rope is still holding onto it. But since it is dead weight, it is more of an anchor than it is any sort of pulling in. Okay. So we're just stuck. So with that. How many, uh, how, how high is your con? Because we're gonna, oh wait, you have water breathing anyway. Yeah. So, we're still gonna go via initiative order to see what everybody does. But since you're still stuck in the maw, you will have to find some way out. Okay. With this. I mean, I shot it into the maw. The whole point is to blast the hole open. Correct. You did blast the hole open, yeah. but it is not large enough for her to crawl out. Because you hit her as well. Sure. <laughs> Vanta. I'm going to look, I'm with daggers at him and scream, are you daft? And I just jump over the, the railing. All right. No, I'll teleport. I'll use my uh, Raven Queen's blessing so I can get some kind of resistance to bludgeoning him. Cheers I fucking killed an asshole. And I try to go into the, the whatever yeah, hole there is. So, uh, do you have to have line of sight with it? So, do you have to have line of sight with it for so your, for your teleport? It's 30 feet? Yeah. Do you have to have line of sight? Yeah. Okay. You teleport straight down, and everything is just still inky and blackness and still filled with the blood and ichor. Um, Go ahead and roll me a survival check to try to orient yourself. Try to orient, yeah. Makes sense. Oh, man. Please. I got a nat 20, baby. All right. So you you seem to have teleported far enough down the... The ink is uh, slowly dissipating. You are able to see where the Leviathan is. And it is just hanging there like a dead weight. All right, so you start swimming. You are able to get to her as she is. uh, Can I help like fly open whatever gas is left? Uh, You can attempt to do so. Right. I mean, can I just grab her out or do I still have to make If you grab her out, you are still dragging her across all. Hundreds of teeth just in this open his face. So, a question. Yeah, Since just, we kill the monster, are we still in initiative? Yes, I am still so running it as initiative because you now have a timer. Mm-hmm. Oh, but so we can't skip turns and I can't do no. anything? No, no, we'll wait till your turn. Yeah, I'll try to just make a big enough over. All right, go ahead and roll me in uh, athletics. I think I'm a pirate. 
You can also attempt to try to cut a larger hole. Can I? Yep. Alright, I'll do that. That helps more. Yep, go ahead and roll me in athletics. Well, am I trying to cut a hole or am I doing athletics? It's still in athletics, try to cut a hole underwater. So here we go. Big money. No, I got 12. Alright, so. Um, you're able to, you know, use your hand to signal enough for her to kind of push away, and your mm-hmm. your blade cuts starts cutting into it, but it's gonna, you don't get as much purchase as you wanted to, so you're not able to get a full cut through. Mm-hmm. All right, Edge. Okay. He is he is jumped over the water, at, oh, jumped over into the water after screaming a bunch of expletives. <laughs> well, you beat me to it. Can I uh, cast? Healing word onto uh, Grisella. You, you cannot see her through the ink. Okay. Um, and because you do not see? have any sort of psychic link to her, does she? Does she? Can she see it? Well, she's still outside. I'm inside. You can't see me. I'm in the water. But, but, she have, but you have the token. But token only allows speech, correct? Uh, but, yeah. Let's let me let's check. Yeah. There's. I think it's something else. It's not familiar, but yeah, it's so you're like trying uh, to cut open. As an action, I can send a telepathic method message. I can enter a trance as an action. The trance lasts for a minute. Uh, during this trance, I can see and hear from the token as if I were located where it is. Oh, cool. Correct, but since you are entering into a trance, you would not be able to cast a spell because the trance counts as concentration. Okay. Uh, can I? But you can definitely see through through Tara's eyes if you so wish to do so. Oh, we have a connection? Yeah, we do. So, um, are you near the Leviathan? Could you just finish biting its eyeball? Yeah, I'm right, right, I'm right by this. Okay, let me get you to, uh, can I talk to her and I'm going to be like, Tara, I need you to fl- I need you to jump up into the, I need you to uh, swim up and jump up. So, because I'm going to jump off the top and I'm going to try to land on her and I'm just like going to try to like swim down with her no. and hold on to her. <laughs> no. Can I do I'm that? Like, as shark, <laughs> I mean, you can, I mean, you can as, mentally as, speak back to him. Oh, okay, I was like, no, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Take I need to get down there. No, take care of everyone in the crew. I need we to get this. down there and I heal her. This. She's dying. It's fine. Just, just hold it. Just, uh, just I'll wait. say just hold, uh, hold, no hold your action on that. There's no reason to put another okay. person in the water. Take care. We're alive enough. But you're yeah. a gigantic eel. You have a pulse. And you're right next to the I know, and I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to get her. I can transform again. Dude, this is this the uh, this is the right this is the correct idea. We just need, uh, just we just need you. To, uh, we'll, we need to tee her up for you. Just hold hold that healing word until you can see her. Fine. Then I'm just gonna like shoot at it again. No, no, there's my no, crossbow. You, you can shoot at it again I with your crossbow. Sure. I want to make sure it's dead. You know? All right. Well, the uh, healing word is a bonus action, so you 15. can Fifteen. Okay, you you fire with off my, and with my little crossbow. Crazy. Yeah, you you <laughs> draw your crossbow. And you're just like you fire off into it. And Last it, bullet. It 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 goes off into the darkness and disappears. Yeah, take that. <laughs> All right, Tara. So, uh, well, my my bonus my bonus action. I'm just right. gonna like. Uh, can I try to use my keep using my mage hand to kind of like turn it, like turn the ship. Yeah, so you can try to keep easier. the ship steady and turning. Cool. And then um, I'm just gonna. Can I? Oh wait, no, that was my bonus action. Okay, nah, I'm good. Now. No, that was a straight action. Bonus that's action it. you're holding for healing work. Yeah, no, he's using cool. his mage hand as his bonus action. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to keep the the boat steady or whatever. All right, Tara, it is your turn. Um, recap. You're still in the mall. Correct. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wild shape into a reef shark. 
So with that, you have to expend your action to take yourself out of wild shape. Are you the circle of the? She is circle of the shepherd. That's why. Okay. Uh, it's a full action. So, so it's a do? it's a full action to pull yourself out of wild shape, okay. and then you have to use your next turn to wild shape back into something else. Yeah. Mm, okay. Then can I can I still do like a pulling biting method as a as a studio? You can. You can definitely try um, because a biting action is technically an attack. You can try to aim for something that's a little bit more covered, such as like a boot or something like that to get a purchase on it to try to pull her out. It, if you can, it, can she, could she reach her if she could? Uh, yes. Pull out is interesting because don't most fish swim forward? Correct. Yeah. But I can't do that as a... Oh, right. Well, you can't, you can't cast spells. I can't cast spells in wild shape. Right, yeah. All right, well, we just want to get her out, right? Yeah, I'm working on it. Okay, so I'm going to dive in All right. my CEO. But we got to bring that back as a bounty. That's proof. Well, it's still I, it's attached to the... Yeah, it's still attached, so yeah. don't actually cut it. Yeah, yeah, I was... Uh, so I'm going to tell you, no, it's fine. I got this. Don't go in the water. We don't need any more crewmates going to deep ocean. And then I dive down to you, and I I hope you know I am me, and then I bite, yeah. I bite down, and I try to pry it open. So you're going... So are you trying to pull her, or are you trying to... Create a bigger create gap. Create a bigger gap so you can okay. grab her. So with that, go ahead and roll your eels athletics. They they can kind of wriggle around and try to. Shimmy, like... It's a pink eel. It. Yeah. <laughs> athletics. Yes. Well, maybe maybe it's not that difficult because it is good. Athletics. Oh, I'm not doing nothing. That's a six. So you uh you bite down and you around a bit and uh, the, the, the maw is like still really tough and rubbery and you do think you're making leeway or headway on it. Sure. Alright. Um, I'm going to use my bonus action to use second wind. Okay. There, is. there she goes. You, uh, she takes care of herself. Grip down and realize the situation that you're in and so I'll regain nine HP. All right. And then, um, if I still can, I know my like axes are probably still kind of. They're right in front of you. Into, yes. I would like to. Do I know that he has? You can see a one? scimitar starting to cut through. Okay. Any. I'm, so I'm gonna let you know right now because you are stuck. And there are hundreds of teeth around you, any major actions will prompt you being, you know, scratched, scraped, cut up, and whatnot. Okay. Um, let's see. You're only going further into the ocean. Like, <laughs> I... No, because she's attached to the... Uh, but you do fire. note that the, uh, that the Leviathan itself is not moving, so okay. something seems to have happened. I will... I guess with my battle axe, right. I will like try and kind of just like push through, looking at it and try to push through the hole. All right, bit. Uh, go ahead and roll me an athletics to uh, to basically power your way through. Uh, twelve. All right, so the battle axe has already got a solid bite into it. You lean back and start pushing, and by pushing, 
you are able to start get a purchase on it, but you dig your shoulders and your back into the into the other teeth behind you. By doing so, you take three points of damage. As I'm doing it, I'm like, kind of screaming like, Aah! as I'm like pushing through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so, is there anything else you do? Um, you can use your, you can use your, uh, your second action to try to do the, do that again. Sure, I'll try again. All right, go for it. Come on. Give me, um, give me a hope again. That athletics will be. Have inspiration, I think. Uh, yes. Fifteen. Oh my god, I never used that. Yeah. Uh, twenty. All right, so, so uh, between the, between the cutting of uh, Vanta, your axe meets down in a, in a similar arc, and the, the, uh, the maw flaps start to open, and you are able to extricate yourself from the, uh, from the situation. around and you see you, you see Tara and you see Vanta and you look around and you see the Leviathan is just not moving anymore. You yeah. killed it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you open your mouth to say something. Hang on. What, what, what's your name? Can I like signal like to Hang on to Griselda. We can't see each other. Well, I'm, I'm looking I'm looking down at you. I'm looking at you. Through you just in water? Uh, did, did it, it is still underwater? It is yeah. still underwater and under ink. Oh, she just got out. She just got out. Yeah, can can, can I like tell them to? You can attempt to signal for it, but because you are still an animal, you can't really communicate. So you can, you can kind of wiggle. I, I do like I try to do like heart, like <laughs> my body. <laughs> yeah, I, I, just, I, I need some kind of signal to she is, to pull her out. Tara is emoting that. Tara is the, like, the eel is happy. Me, I will go up. The, the eel is happy to see you and is forming a heart. <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna use my action when it's my turn to pirouette herself up towards up the water. All right. So it is Nico's turn. Right. The problem is I can't. I can't. You see cannot see her. Oh, yeah, actually. But uh, yeah, I'll, uh, as soon as uh, as soon as I see her, I'll. I'll levitate her out of the water. So I'm going to let you know you are last in initiative. Right. So if you hold your action, it just kind of fizzles up. Uh, oh, well, well, I mean, if, I'm holding my... I'm last in initiative, but we're still in initiative until she Correct. gets out of the water. Correct, but holding your actions when it refre when initiative refreshes, all held actions are gone. Oh, at, at, round, uh, the round, at round start, yes. Aren't you a giant eel? Correct. Yeah. Get them to jump in your mouth and slow them out. Not the not They're I'm not, not that, that big. Oh, okay. I'm like the size of a, like a, a giant. All right, so do you uh, okay. do you pass turn? Okay, I mean, there's got to be something I can do. It's, uh, Question for Tara. Um, if we like hold on to you. That's what I was trying to get you. I wasn't like, hugging. I wasn't doing hearts to be like, yeah. yay. I was like, let's go. Hold <laughs> on to me. Almost like a handlebar. Like, and like, you can, like, yeah. Bring me to the surface. I'm trying to. Can we do that? I don't know. I mean, you on can, but you have to. You have to. By describing We're your emotes, you, it doesn't necessarily always translate over because the old fish body language doesn't always yeah. translate yeah. over. Yeah, I know, but like my character's like, yeah, yeah. I just, oh, I'm frustrated. Well, 
Um, uh, well, I did I did the job. I'll pass her. Jeez. All right. So, Vanta, we are at the top of the initiative. What, you, what, you, what should I do? Hold, pull. What, you got an idea? Yes, sir. Gather the crew by the by the rope. Start pulling up the lava, Jonathan. Love it. Love it. Boys, get uh, get, uh, get start start pulling the. Uh, let's get up here and start pulling this. Uh, start pulling the the. the All right. Up. So, Frederick in his uh, happiness state goes up to the. Uh, goes up to the harpoon and starts activating the reeling. Um, Loctar grabs out some rope and throws it across some of the tentacles. And Jonathan himself uh, takes a uh, takes a hook and throws it out there, grabs a hold of the body and starts pulling it up as well. So at the top of the uh, at the top of the turn it is Vanta. Her, or I, I motion her to grab the eagle, and I just help her get there. All right, so there we go. Everybody, everybody is able to crest the water. It is gross, ugly, stinky, Ooh. bloody, and uh, but everybody gets to take a very refreshing breath of the salty air. Nice. Ooh. Oh, is that what I wanted? Mm. <laughs> Okay, so. I break out a wild shape? Yes, you can break out a wild shape. I break out of it. I'm back to me normal. Okay. Everybody is back aboard the ship. It'll take you about an hour to secure the Leviathan. Um, In that hour, you do notice that there are several uh, schools of fish that are nipping at some of the the chunks, and there have been a couple of, you do spot a couple of sharks, so you know that it might be time to start skedaddling. Yeah. If you want any of the Leviathan back to show for it, <laughs> get we'll get we'll, we'll get the boys get uh, get the get the ship uh, unfurl the sails and get us get us back to port. All right. So one of the things that you do know is that as you unfurl the sails, you look off back towards where you need to go. It is clear skies. Mm. Is the other eye still intact? The other eye is still intact. I want to take a ten and just carefully remove it and find a jar and just put the eye in the jar. All right, you have a very large jar <laughs> with a barrel. with a Leviathan eye in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. As you, uh, as you make your way back, everybody is able to take the time for a long rest. Everybody heals back up. And uh, as you pull back into port, sure enough, there is a... Uh, in the port of Luskin, you uh, you do see the little halfling again, and he looks and he sees the colors of your sails, and he makes a little jump as he uh, as he's looking around. As he, after everybody parks and everything else, the uh, the dock hands the dock hands on the opposite dock are looking at your uh, looking at your new quarry that you have captured. And the halfling says, "Oh, I see you've pulled it. That is so amazing." Please, please, you need to go tell Helen. Hey, big, big ups to Frederick, the, the Leviathan Slayer. Frederick the Leviathan Slayer, you say? Oh, right. <laughs> we will make sure to note that down for the town crier. And starts scribbling furiously on his tablet. <laughs> and then I kind of like smack him. I'm like, no, it was the crew that Frederick is with, if you could please anecdote that properly. What in the hell? And he keeps just scribbling. It would have fallen to the ocean. It 
Frederick is like, the Alliance. The Alliance. The Alliance. The Alliance. <laughs> it was a group effort. It was the Alliance. All right. So you make your way back up to back up to Helen and Helen. I see that you've brought in the Leviathan. That is proof enough for me. Pulls out a hefty sack of gold, sets it down and goes, Congratulations. Perhaps our sinking town may not be fully under the water through the help of the Alliance. Please, tell the Commissioner of Waterdeep that you have my thanks. I lean in and, uh, and I ask, what is the uh, market value for a, uh, a large cra- uh, leviathan eye that's still intact? She gets a little, a little grand, knowing what, uh, what it is that you're referring to. And goes, hey, maybe you'll, uh, maybe you'll find yourself a tradesman somewhere in a more prosperous town. Sure, sure. I feel that... Perhaps Neverwinter will have somebody that deals in oddities and proclivities, such as what you are mentioning. Okay. I write that down. Neverwinter. But anywho. And the, the sack is too heavy for her to toss, and she says, like I said, tell the commissioner of Waterdeep that you have my thanks. Right, reach for the sack, grab it. Scraping it. Scraping it, nodding to all of you, knowing I'm a fair captain, we will... Distribute equally. Would you like to hold that quite strong? Uh, yes, I would. And she'll like heave it up and hold it above her head. <laughs> Alright. Um, as you are holding it above your head, Helen looks at you and says, As the captain, I may inquire, do you have use for the Leviathan's meat? I was about to ask that. Its hide looks like it could make a great pair of boots. It would look kind of gnarly. Perhaps it can. I imagine your town's been suffering. Our town has been suffering. Are you in need of food? The meats would do a very wondrous job of keeping the townsfolk happy. What? Perhaps the celebrate, perhaps the bringing of the feast of a leviathan would make the dock workers happy as well. A feast? That nasty thing? I think we should have a celebration. A celebration feast it is. I will alert. uh, I will alert the proper people. And. She stands up, opens up the uh, opens up the door behind or the window behind her desk, leans down, and who here speaks uh, celestial? Nope. You hear her shout something in a very uh, for as loud as she's shouting, it's really interesting to hear it so so lilting. And she shouts something down, and you hear something respond back. And she sets back down and goes, "We will see to it." And with that. Uh, the dock workers have themselves a wondrous feast. Everybody is celebratory. The uh, Council of Waterdeep's Merchants Guild has uh, ano- anointed your, or has made a note of your activities. And we will end the session right there with an additional 500 gold. Cool. And some calamari. MVP to, uh, to, <laughs> to, to, to almost becoming a. Uh, Leviathan food. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, as is tradition, I like to do a thing called Stars and Wants. At the end of every session, I like to ask everybody around the table for their stars and their wants. 
A star is anything that you would like to highlight, whether it be good role playing, good rolls of the dice, good actions, and you are more than allowed to have as many uh, multiple stars. And this is a good way to bring the table some more camaraderie. And the wants is something that you would like to tell the DM that you would like to see in a later aspect, either another later on in a one shot or some form of campaign or something that you would like to see. It could be anything from either I would like to see more ship encounters to, hey, I would like to see where you, you know, if you try to take us next in this side or the other thing or anything that there goes there for with it. Because we know that Beth and Dan are used to this, we will start with them and then we, that way you guys can have a idea of what it is that, uh, of how it goes. Sure. So, Beth. Stars and wants. Sweet. So uh, I'll give the stars to those two for, you know, being the captain, uh, the first mate. You guys did a really good job of kind of like organizing the crew and all of us. So um, we would not have been successful without you guys. Um, I'll also give a star to uh, JD because I loved your role playing. <laughs> uh, your character was like really funny. Um, yeah, I really like that edgy sort of thing you got going. Um, wants? Um, I want some more cool big baddies, like the Leviathans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, please. Yep, their reactions. All right. All right, uh, a star? Just the old, the whole overall like ambience of like a ship encounter. I don't think I've ever got to play where I got to fight a Kraken or a Leviathan, so that's pretty freaking cool. Uh, for a want, I'm very excited for any heist-related uh, things that can probably happen, and I'm gonna give a, a, a star for Neko's character acting as a captain and taking responsibility at, for the whole crew, and a star for myself for being very terrible at hiding that he was a pirate mm -hmm. and it's like certain like novelties slip out. Yes, as a character. All right, and for you, good stuff. Um, definitely a. Um a stars for um, for Neko, like uh, she stepped up as like uh, the captain, um, specifically given shouting out orders. So I was just like, okay, fine, whatever, I'll step back or whatever, because my character is supposed to be kind of like chaotic, but like like a like a he does whatever the fuck he wants, but which is which is a good contrast. Um, another star to Antonio, um, especially because uh, we had spoken about like. Uh, implementing a little bit of himself into his character and that could help him get through like his dialogue and stuff like that uh, it was very smooth and I, I like how you kind of like were like very actiony but like he still kind of like did the first maid job um star to dan as well always trying to like get that extra cash for the crew <laughs> that flavor yeah and uh beth for being very um uh how do i say uh very um uh, unpredictable with that. That, 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 her jumping into the mouth, just like, right, I'm doing it. That was pretty cool. Uh, some stuff that I would definitely start for you for bringing that massive thing. That's cool. Um, that, and I'm in agreement with Beth. I would definitely like to see um, a lot of big baddies like that. Maybe like some flying big baddies. You know, that'd be pretty interesting. So where we can like use the different levels of like the the map and stuff. All right. But, uh... Star and Star is best for just full committing uh, <laughs> on, uh, on the attack, and, and and Star for myself for shooting at her and then killing her in the process. Agreed. <laughs> in the process, just full commit. That's that's what had to happen. The and, flavor. Well, uh, 
and we'll accept, we'll take we'll take whatever happens. There. And, and start for start for Dan for sticking up for uh, for her friend and being uh, appropriately offended that I uh, that I put her like in jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, once I'll, I'll, I'll channel everybody. I want to see I, I want to see more like fly a flying an airship instead of a ship. With, uh, kind of that that this version encounter in the sky. Would be would be insane. Uh, some higher level, maybe slightly higher level, and uh, it's and also maybe a, a star for just like world building, everything around it, all those small people. Obviously, uh, Frederick and the rest of the crewmates that uh, are, are there. I mean, uh, it, I, I assume that this is something that's like standard. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> you just pull, you pull that out. I I, yeah, I I wrote this myself. Yeah, oh wow! I mean, I standard is in you, you had pre-planned for like additional crewmates. Like, yeah. People ask yeah, for yeah. crewmates. Yeah. Uh, like sorry for you for for getting for being getting that ready, uh, having that ready. Wants. Let me see. What else would I would I want? I don't I don't know. Uh, no, that's about it. Yes, error counter. Mm -hmm. All right, and you. Uh, yeah, so firstly, I just want to say stars is for everything. I think it was a very difficult but challenging and fun tackle of this. And although we faced um, a lot of challenges, I think we had a really wholesome time. Um, individually, I love how you implemented the little the alcohol and the, the rum. I think that was such a, a sweet but really cool way for you to implement that. So I just want to thank you for that because I know uh, writing it into your story, you're so creative doing things like that. So that was really fun. And um, also just for like the group, you guys stayed really true to like not only like your alignment but also your personal connections and your characters. Like it never really strayed. Like I really like how I would never imagine you to be like the let's challenge to a fight, <laughs> let's fight in the mouth of the <laughs> Leviathan. It was like very different, but it was very unique to see that you're willing to go beyond, you know, like because this is the first time you're doing a fighter too, right? Yeah. So I, I really like that you're like a fighter wouldn't like hold back. Like he, she would go in and do all that. So mm -hmm. I think that's really, really unique. I like how Dan really fleshed out his character, even though it was a one shot. Like he knew about a lot of previous people in his life that he would like brought up. So it was really interesting to hear his interactions. I mean, you're just a funny mess of really coolness. Like your reactions, like Lava Jonathan or something. Like it's really clever. And it's like, you add that humor and you, you like, I'm like, I took on the role of captain kind of nervous because I feel like you do have to have a lot of knowledge and charisma to kind of lead a team. And I am still learning how to play. So it was mechanically for me, I was able to kind of rely on you. Like, I'm going to do, at this point, I'm going to focus on fighting. I know you can manage the team. I'm going to do what I do best, which is be creative with how I can give our team an advantage. So I, that's why I dove into water and I like, talked to you and like I, didn't, I feel like I didn't need to tell you that. You just kind of knew. Like, right. where I'm weak, I'm going to try to be strongest. And I felt really comfort, comforted by that, that I didn't feel like I, that was going to um, I, for once, like, I just love big bossy fights that, like, how you just went from 0 to 100, like, and it just showed up, you know what I mean? Like, that was awesome. Like, I want more of those where we know what's going to happen, but in terms of the scale of it, like, seeing how big it is and compared to the ship and everything, like, definitely want more of that. <laughs> definitely. All right, so for my stars and wants, um, I am definitely glad and massive stars to everyone to sticking to their character, faults and all. Um, I really think that that was a great way to showcase what you can achieve through interactivity in D&D. 
Um, I really love the roleplay. I really love how everybody went from zero to hero. Um, and I really am glad that everybody took the time to give me a shot to do this, uh, do this one shot. My wants, I will definitely echo the want of uh, everybody else. I have an absurd amount of large minis. Um, I love running heists. I love running giant boss encounters. So that is definitely something that I really enjoy doing. So if this does end up uh, going further on, I will definitely be able to drop more uh, large minis on the table. With that, I want to thank everybody and uh, I will let you go ahead and close it out. I didn't prepare a closing, but I'll just genuinely say thank you so much to everyone that was watching. Um, and thank you, everyone. I just want to say thank you, everyone that was watching uh, not only the podcast, but also the video. Um, this is our first official uh, episode. We hope you enjoyed it, and we hope you stay tuned for more. All right. Bye-bye. See you later, guys. <laughs> <laughs>